is on. The three best friends you never knew you had. Running through the most viral stories of the day. The news junkie Sean Wasson with Serena and Celine. It's the news junkie for a Thursday, December 8th, 2022. Lots to get to today. From Brittany Griner is now free to more power grid substations attacked in Oregon and a mystery woman in a hazmat suit. Plus your calls, dispatches, emails, texts, and more. Hey there, Sabrina. Hello. Hello, Seeley. How we doing? And hello to you. You can join us on the show today, as always. All you need to do is hit us up with what we call a dispatch. Go to thenewsjunkie.com. Hit record on your first dispatch today. You can also watch the show Facebook, YouTube, or twitch.tv slash thenewsjunkie. Your comments rolling right into the studio in real time. How's everybody doing on a Thursday? Not bad. Great. Yeah, great. Great. It's good. Yeah, that was the that was the lamest great I've ever heard in my life. It's just it's been a day, you know. And already, today is yes, already. I mean, I um I know that we have listeners that work for FedEx, and so I mean this with as much respect as possible to you. But your job, your employer, sucks. Oh my oh. God! You full on anti FedEx now? No, I'm not full anti FedEx. I'm just very half. disappointed in them. <laughs> half anti FedEx. Well, I mean, uh, this is really an awkward time to announce our brand new sponsor for Just Okay. FedEx! FedEx! Oh, God! Uh, no, we That's do have, not true. We do have a new sponsor for Just Okay, and I was uh, just as bizarrely <laughs> surprised by it. Uh-huh. The it U.S. Army. So the U.S. Army. <laughs> what the hell? All right, the U.S. Army is... is uh, a sponsoring just okay said we'll talk about that in just a bit but sabrina's in this awkward situation where she has to get a package and the package needs to be signed for which i always hate when that happens and then like the window keeps uh, escaping you and so now you're you're at your home studio just waiting for at any moment hopefully the fedex person to come by oh yeah no i made all the calls yesterday because i had left a note my neighbor said that they would sign for me, so I left a note. I'm like, please, if I'm not home, have the have them sign. Big old arrow. It was completely skipped, and so I made the calls to the you know FedEx facility, and then to the the company that's sending me this oh, package, God. and they're like, well, it's hazardous material, Whoa, so we wait. have to have you sign. You ordered hazardous materials? Apparently. What is it? Well, it's something that's part of uh, Savvy's little smoking bundle that will be at Just OK, <laughs> okay. 7. So you can buy hazardous materials at Just OK 7 if you get it. Well, if Sabrina can connect with the FedEx guy today. Now, what happens if you, like, if you rang the doorbell right now? Would you be able to get there fast enough? Oh, yeah, I better be. There's another note that I left. Excuse me, my cat decided to walk everywhere. Uh, another note that I left, please ring the doorbell or call me. I am inside, may have headphones on. Please, 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 please. <laughs> oh, that would be so annoying if you missed it again. I hate when that happens, but it does unfortunately happen out there. It's happened to me where uh, they leave the note that, hey, we missed you. And I think if you're supposed to sign for your package and they leave the, hey, we missed you note, you can sign that note. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the, and then they and leave, that counts. I, 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 I think. Well, they didn't I'm, leave me a note. It's well, been a long time. We'll see how it goes. Big Doug Millionaire on Twitch says, "Map the bedroom." Well, they've they've mapped the studio enough. Now they're trying to map Sabrina's bedroom. This is not my bedroom. Yeah, this is the... my this is my very very messy studio right now. Look at, you got a little cat bunny next to you today. 
Yep, there's Luna, um, who almost destroyed this whole setup just now, trying to get to this position right here. Well, we'll see what happens as we roll along at a busy show today. Let's put our ears to the ground, our fingers on the pulse. Let's see what's happening to this great big wide world of ours. And we go to the White House, where President Joe Biden announced the release of Brittany Griner from Russian uh, prison facilities in exchange for this other dude. And we'll talk about him in a second, but let's see what the president said. In the Oval Office, I spoke with Brittany Griner. She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable circumstances, Brittany will soon be back in the arms of her loved ones, and, uh, and she should have been there all along. This is a day we've worked toward for a long time. We never stopped pushing for her release. It took painstaking and intense negotiations, and I want to thank all the hard-working public servants across my administration who worked tirelessly to secure her release. Well, they got her released in exchange oh. for this other prisoner after a, a long time. I mean, it's been months and months and months and months that she's been stuck over there. And she was moved to a prison camp not that long ago. Uh, yeah, and every time, I mean, when's the last time that we talked about it, though? It almost feels like the last time that we did the they kind of threw their hands up like, well, we'll see if she's in there for nine years. Yeah, it's one of those things where they're always working on a high level in the background and talking to, like, you know, officials and on secret back lines and stuff. And then they finally figure this out. And you can imagine, like, the prisoner exchange was probably in the middle of the night. And, you know, you let your guy go and give us our prisoner. And they'd swap back and forth. And in this, they got the release of uh, WNBA player Brittany Griner. Should be interesting to see her come back because I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of interviews and stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would imagine that she's going to be telling what it was like over there in these uh, prison camps and stuff. And she'll be asked about the marijuana vape that she had with her and all the stuff that led to this. I but, bet she can't wait to smoke weed. <laughs> get high as hell when she comes back, probably. But they traded Brittany Griner, uh, not for like another basketball player, but for somebody named Vic. No, her bounce. team traded her too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that would be insult to injury. <laughs> that would be so brutal. They traded her for this guy named Victor Bout, one of the world's most infamous arms dealers, and uh, they said he's been released from U.S. custody as part of this prisoner exchange. This guy was extradited from Thailand. He's known as the Merchant of Death. He was extradited to the U.S. in 2010 after a sting operation by the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency or the DEA. Agents from the DEA posed as potential buyers from the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, known as FARC. The group, which has since disbanded, was classified as a terrorist organization by the United States. He said he was an entrepreneur and a legitimate international transport businessman, and he was wrongly accused, but the jury who oversaw this case didn't agree. I am a businesser. They thought he was selling arms to this, uh, this group in Colombia, and so he's been in prison in the United States for quite some time since all of that. Now, even though you might say... We traded the WNBA player for the merchant of death. If you were in Russia, they're probably getting a totally different version of this story. They're like, they have a Russian businessman that they just arrested for no reason. And he's been in prison for all these years. And so they have a totally different version of this story on that side. But now she has been freed after all this time. She's on a plane back to the United States of America. And it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with her, what, what we hear out of her. Maybe, maybe she stays quiet. Maybe she doesn't want any more of this attention. Oh, or, do you think there's any, um, like, not, rules is the wrong thing, but terms and conditions when it comes to her release? or she uh, As far as what she can say? 
Yeah. I wouldn't think so because we just heard the president right there saying that she was wrongfully imprisoned and they, like he wasn't uh, going light on the Russians. And I'm sure, you know, they'll do the, the same on their side as well. But we'll see what you think about this. Send us your dispatches from the newsjunkie.com. We'll play those in a bit. Uh, some of you are going to be excited to see that she's been freed. And uh, some of you are going to be like, oh, what the hell? She should have, the pothead should have stayed over there. Stupid games. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But I saw somebody right off the bat was like, uh, you know, um, Oh, God, I forgot. It was a, just a paragraph full of text about them being angry that, that Brittany Griner was released here. So I'm yeah, it sure. It sounds like a miserable person we don't want to be friends with. It, it was a lot. It was like a, it was like two paragraphs. Oh, we gave up the merchant of death for the leader in free throws. <laughs> right. It was, a, it was somebody very passionate. But I'm sure she we'll can hear also from, dunk. We'll hear from all kinds of folks uh, over on thenewsjunkie.com and in the News Junkie app with your dispatches. As Sabrina waits for her. FedEx explosive package or whatever is going to be arriving at her house. There's another delivery company that we all know that most of us use that has launched a new program. And whenever I see these programs, I'm like, oh, that's a sweet idea. But, you know, that's a sweet idea. But can we talk about something else here? And they've just added a new feature for you for the holidays. And if you have a smart device, and Alexa in particular, this is something that they've added for you. And when your package is delivered, let's say C-Lane orders something today and it gets dropped off at his house. Fleshlight. If you order your fleshlight, C-Lane, and it gets delivered, it's right there, nicely placed by your door. You go home and pick it up. If you go inside and you say, Alexa, thank my driver, it gives the delivery driver a $5 tip for oh. dropping off your packages. That's cool. And I was like, well, that's kind of interesting that they're doing that. It's kind of nice they're saying it's for the holidays or whatever, and it's an interesting feature. But also, why are we responsible for paying more money for this? Why are why, why is Amazon putting it on us? Like, make sure you, you tip your drivers more. Uh, I already paid for Prime. You say that because, like, you know, when I do run into my Amazon delivery drivers, maybe my window's open and I see them, like, I, tr I try to say thank you. Mm -hmm. And now when this starts... My thank you is not going to be enough. No. When I say thank you out loud, they're like, okay, let me check my app to see if she gave me $5 as well. Yeah, they'll just be looking at their phone. They'll be pointing at you, pointing at the phone, looking at where, where's my tip right now? I do that same thing, though. Does it have to be $5? I think it's locked in at that. Let me see. It says, how can I thank my driver? There's the starting December 7th, so it's already rolling. Anytime a customer says, Alexa, thank my driver, I hope I'm not activating a bunch of these and oh, tipping. Oh, making it rain right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Maybe I'll stop that. The driver who delivered the customer's most recent package in the United States will be notified of the thank you they've received. Drivers who received the first one million thank yous will get $5. Oh, oh, this is cool, actually. Drivers who uh, received the first one million thank yous will get $5 per thank you at no cost to the customer. So they're rolling it out oh. by making the first million free that you're doing. But then they're going to switch this over to us. I just yeah. know that's what they're going to do. They're going to make it, they're going to normalize you going in and saying that to your device. You're saying, you know, tell my driver, thank you. And then you, they get the free one until a million of them go out. Uh, it says Amazon Flex Delivery par Partners, Delivery Associates, Amazon Delivery Service, blah, blah, blah. They get $5 for the first one million. Uh, what happens if I thank my driver for the same delivery multiple times? They only get one. <laughs> How will I know that the driver will receive $5 when I say thank you? Will I be charged? 
They said uh, they will respond, glad you enjoyed your most recent delivery. Since you shared your appreciation with your driver as a special thanks this holiday season, your driver will receive extra $5 at no cost to you. This promotion is for a limited time Oh, only. so we're not paying the 5 Not at first, but you can bet your ass they're going to work this into something where they're like, make sure you thank your drivers. And now you'll get used to doing it because, you know, it's free for the first million. So for right now... Go for the gold. Go for the gold. Just as as much as you can thank those drivers, do it. But then if they lift the gates and want you to pay some actual money, no, 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 no. Don't, don't do that afterwards. Uh, it's kind of interesting that they've launched that, though. Tons of stuff to get into today. Your dispatches, I see them already starting to roll in. Uh, we've got more stories about these electrical substations being attacked, which is really weird. Still don't even know who did the other ones. And we're going to talk about Just OK 7 as we're just two days away. That's all on the way. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Storytime with the three best friends you never knew you had. This is the News Junkie. from the News Junkie app in just a moment. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. We're just days away from Just OK 7, so make sure you get those last-minute tickets over at realradio.fm slash just OK. That's very, very much appreciated. We're uh, looking forward to hanging out with you very, very soon here for Just OK 7. I saw some people saying they were going to, like, start tailgating the night before. Yeah. Oh, well, wow. <laughs> I don't know how well, they're going to take that at the venue. <laughs> yeah, they won't. I believe that there's, like, a family-friendly event earlier that day. There so is. It yeah. would be very weird. Yeah. Please don't. Make sure you're... Uh, uh, you know, being respectful if you're showing up a little bit early there, not causing any additional troubles for us, because I know some people like to party and they like to get things uh, revved up a little bit early. That's that's fine. That's great. But could you imagine if you're uh, just uh, with your family, you know, taking the kids to go see the Orlando Philharmonic? Mm-hmm. I believe is who's playing. I, I might have that wrong. They have it's, it's some sort of like similar kind of thing, yeah. and uh, and then you know you, you park. And then a couple spots down from you, there's like a tent and a grill open and a smoker <laughs> going. Out. Mommy, do those people live in the parking lot? You're like, yes, oh, they do, good sweetie. God. Yeah. Uh, for those of you watching, because you can always watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, or twitch.tv slash the news junkie. My apologies for you being so into my face today, but uh, I got a new lens coming, and this one's going to have to do for today. Appreciate well, did you get close up? <laughs> uh, it's, it's just a little closer and a little more uh, revealing than it generally is. And, uh, uh, oh my god! You know, I've I've invested so much in this studio and all this stupid stuff, and I bought the the new camera that's on me right now. We went to install it yesterday, and I, I plug it in. It's starting to look good, and all of a sudden, I listen. I go, "Why is it making so much noise?" And the fan on it's like, "Oh my god! Are you kidding me?" Was there a bug in it? Did you try giving it just like a? I tried doing that. I poked it with a stick. I think I have to send it back. It's yeah, it's Sean. This is what thing. your twenty second camera uh, this year. This is this is how this works. These are the right cameras. Uh, the lenses are almost. You said perfect. that like six cameras ago. No, yes. no, no, no. These I these remember are that. Beautiful, beautiful cameras. They're not the right shots right now, but they're beautiful, beautiful, uh, high quality studio cameras. 
and beautiful lenses. But today's going to be a little off, all right? So just uh, deal with us. When I saw this headline, I thought to myself, hey, uh, that sounds like it's from The Onion or not The Onion. Uh, it sounds like, well, actually, from The Onion would be the correct way to say it because it sounds like satire, but it's an actual story that I was reading, and I was like, I have never heard of this before. And the story is about uh, poor Celine Dion, who's had oh, a rough go at things. Don't even. She's, she's not doing well right now. And listen to the headline. Tell me this doesn't sound like satirical news. Ready? Celine Dion diagnosed with incurable stiff person syndrome. That's what she has. Hmm. It sounds like they're making fun of her. It's incurable stiff person syndrome. But she literally has... This incurable condition that you found oh, out. It breaks my heart, man. Have you ever this... heard of stiff person syndrome? Is it oh. is it similar to I I think there was I don't know if it's the same syndrome, but Bob Saget's sister had like a whoa, had an incurable disease. What the hell was that? She's, uh, she's... I farted. <laughs> oh my god. With an electric butt? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Uh Bob Saget's sister had this incurable disease that like I don't know. When I was a kid, they I heard it's like turned her to stone, but that's not real. Right. But, but like it made it sound like it made her very stiff, and now I have to Google it to figure it out. But it sounded similar. It just sounds like a fake thing to say you have incurable stiff person syndrome. It I like imagine that it sucks, right? Like it, it it really means that you can't move at all, and at some point it's going to get worse. Where. She's going to need help. Well, let's figure this out. See, let's even find that the actual syndrome, stiff person syndrome, and see what they say over on like Wikipedia or something. But Celine Dion re revealed she has almost passed on recording a song that would be one of her career defining hits. In the emotional interview, she talked about several things, even an Instagram post that she uh, had recently where she revealed she had a condition that affects one in a million people. Uh, Celine Dion has been diagnosed with an incurable condition. It's called stiff person syndrome, which causes sufferers' muscles to uncontrollably seize up. It can leave people with a neurological condition unable to walk or talk, she says. Did you find anything on this, Celine? Yeah, I, I mean, I have the, the Wikipedia page here, and it's, it says what you said, one in a million people, most commonly found in middle-aged people. Mm -hmm. A small minority of patients have a different variety of the uh, condition, such as stiff limb syndrome, which is just a specific limb. It also used to be called stiff man syndrome, but they woke that right up. <laughs> there they go. Stiff person now. Hello, everyone. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to reach out to you. I miss you all so much. Can't wait to be on stage. I've been dealing with problems with my health for a long time. Recently, I've been diagnosed with a very rare neurological disorder called stiff person syndrome, which affects one in a million people. While we're still learning about this rare condition, we now know this is what's been causing all the spasms I've been having, which, God almighty, I mean, there's something really, really frightening about your doctor going, hey, um, you have a, an incurable condition that affects one in a million people. Nothing good comes after that sentence when no. a doctor tells you that. By no means. And then I think my first question would be like, could we have caught this when it was curable at all? I, Did I, I miss the signs? No, I, I don't think there's... I think you just get it, and then that's it. They, there's nothing they can do. At least that's what I'm reading into this so far. Uh, Idle Man says, I get stiff limb syndrome when I see a pretty woman. That's, that's oh, my uh, God, <laughs> man. <laughs> Duh. It's a boner joke. <laughs> 
Uh, Decon on YouTube says, sounds like unending cramping. Man, would that be a nightmare? Yeah. Just constant muscle spasms or like the tightening of your muscles. Okay, the thing that Bob Saget's sister had, I think her name was Hope, uh, that uh, it wasn't exactly the same, but she had scleroderma, which is when your skin like tightens up, I think. Really? So I feel I feel like it would make you feel stiff. Oh. That happens to me when I see a pretty woman. Uh, Not as good? Well, I mean, just as good, actually. Just as good. Uh, The thing about this is now she's saying it's going to affect whether or not she could be out there touring on the road, like she's uncomfortable, and ah, that's just very, very rare. And honestly, it just sounds like a fake headline to me, but it's absolutely real. Uh, One thing real quick before we get into your comments, and when uh, you join us on the show via dispatch, whatever's on your mind is fine with us, whatever we're talking about, whatever we're not talking about, or whatever you want to say. So go to thenewsjunkie.com to hit record on your first dispatch now. Now, there was this sad story this week, and it's about a guy named Christopher Christensen, who's 51 years old. He took his own life at Disneyland, of all places. I guess there were some ties with Disney and the family. And the guy posted on Facebook, he's like, I don't like to leave questions behind in a case like this. So here, I'm going to tell you what's going on. And essentially, he said he had a fight with his wife. And when him and his wife got to this fight, the kids were there. And then his wife called the police. When his wife called the police, the police arrested him and they brought him in. And there's some charges against him. And he said as a result, he was uh, suspended from his job and like this upended his life. And so he was blaming that situation for the reason why he ended up uh, jumping off of a parking garage in Disneyland. And now more of his family members are chiming in about this relationship with his uh, with his ex and uh, well, with his, his wife when he died, now his widow. And they were saying that this is a very, very toxic relationship. They go into all the different details about how they were constantly fighting, bickering, et cetera, et cetera. So here's what I want to read for you. And tell me if this strikes you as weird as it struck me. Uh, they're talking about the woman. And they say, um, they say Karen's husband, Jim Christensen, who died in 2020 at the age of uh, 85, had been the music director for Disneyland's Main Street Electrical Parade. He also served as music director and conductor of the Disney All-American College Orchestra from 1984 to 1992 at Epcot's American Gardens Theater, according to Theme Park Insider. Here you go. Here's the part that I thought was really weird. Marlena's ex-husband told the Daily Mail on condition of anonymity. Wait, wait, wait. What? (laughs) That is not what anonymity means. (laughs) That's what it says. That is Sean going... Brian reads in, Dear Sean, please keep me anonymous. It said, Marlena's ex-husband told the Daily Mail on condition of anonymity that she had no history of making false claims, adding that he knew of no previous domestic violence allegations against Christensen. Are they just not understanding what the word anonymous means? Like, I know that you didn't say his name, but when you say the ex where you like you're specifying who this person is uh it might mean something different across the pond i i'm guessing when they said hey i would like to be anonymous they didn't think like it wouldn't be like this like c lane calls in and he's like i'd like to be anonymous but here's here's what i want you to know and a news story goes out and it's like a member of the news junkie who wished to remain anonymous but was not sabrina ambra or sean wasson tells that right (laughs) okay a process it, of elimination makes you not anonymous it's, here. It's, I mean, it's almost as blatant as uh, when Big Henry used to call in. Every once in a while, when he had something to ask about that he, you know, was a little more risque, he would call in his big anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, I, I'd be like, hey, show him. Hey, 
And you'd be like, okay, duh. Right, I know exactly who this is. And everybody who's reading that, who knows any of these people, is going to know exactly who that was, even though they said who wanted to remain anonymous. Something something went wrong there, I think. All right, let's go over to you. Let's see what's going on with your dispatches. That uh, that guy that uh, you know from the story is a friend of a friend of mine. Uh, my my friend like played a lot of music with him. Oh, really? Stuff like that was involved in, in Disney stuff with him. And he said, like, like the family members, like the, this guy's daughters, are like posting on Facebook. And I'm like looking at the posts and stuff. And she was like, my dad is a great man. Yeah. You know, this... This is, you know, for one toxic woman. And, and I was like, man, I can't Yikes. imagine at one of the worst times of my life, you know, having a parent die, having to fight for him. Right. You know, because there's people on Facebook trying to be like, oh, you know, he, obviously he was arrested. He was a bad guy, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, gosh, what way to just pile on at the worst possible imaginable I time. Saw, I think I saw that daughter's post that you're talking yeah. about because there was one about how she's crazy, she followed me back to my place and keyed my car, and so there was a lot of drama in this family, and, and now it's all just kind of spilling out in front of everybody. All right, let's see what we got from you. Here we go. Here is Offbeat Maven with a dispatch. It says this is her first or their first official dispatch and a little song from Middle Georgia. Let's see what all we right. got. All right, we'll take it. Better be good, though. This is Miss Maven. I got a little song for y'all. I did a demo last night. But okay. hopefully y'all enjoy this morning's rendition. All right. Don't screw it up. Very breathy. Look at the streams. Aren't they neat? Wouldn't you say these people have too much to drink? Maybe I should steal another magnet or send in my... First dispatch. This is very ASMR, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, is she recording it into one of those molds of an ear? <laughs> We're like inside of her mouth as she's mm-hmm. singing this song. That kind of sounds like it's something from The Little Mermaid. I think. We played on the air now. The Discord is filled with Floridians galore. It's got plenty of what is it called? Wiggle, wiggle, pop, pop, or more butt stuff. What? <laughs> no big deal. I want more. I want to be where the cool people are. All right. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm just. <laughs> Put her on the list. Yeah. yeah. No, she, she did a song. She did a song. We appreciate that. It's very sweet of you to send that in. I'm not sure exactly where the song was going, but uh, you're, you're on board now. So let's go to another one. Here's Twink Lettits with a Dispatch of the Week entry. Hello, junkies. So I don't rap. I don't have a fiancé that's cheated on me. I don't have a cute kid to sing a song with me. But I do play bass and I do play guitar. So I will be willing to sit in for one of you for Country Roads, Taze Me Home. He's in! He's in! Instead of one of you doing it, you won't have to endure the pain. I will do it for you. So, uh... There you go. Thank you. Hands Break down, out. the worst idea that we've had for Speaking of which, OK7. Oh, my God. He's got the tasers. Oh, huh? it's going to need a new battery. <laughs> yeah, but it might need a little charge. I think it takes a little while after you, after you fire it off. We got the taser for Country Road, Taze Me Home, which will uh, be happening on the stage at Just OK7. So if you want to see what goes on there, you can go to realradio.fm slash just okay. What is that face that you're making? Yeah, I was just going to ask the same thing. It's got a, a charging port on the bottom. 
Uh, all right. All right. We got. <laughs> does it look like a, not a universal type of pork? I don't recognize it, but we'll just plug any random one into it. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. 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 It's the worst that Make could sure happen. This is the one that tastes you. Yeah. All right. Quick break. We're gonna get some more of your dispatches. They will improve from here. I promise you. We'll get many more five percenters as the show rolls on today, and we want to hear from you as well. So send us a dispatch from the News Junkie app. When we come back, I saw this story, and I am just perplexed by it. And I want to see what everybody has in terms of theories, because uh, a woman in a hazmat suit was captured doing something I just cannot explain, no matter how long I think about this. But there must have been a reason why this happened. And we're going to get into what this mystery woman in the hazmat suit did. I'll tell you all the weird, weird details. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Good. Filling you in on the shocking details. Just try not to pass out. This is the News Junkie. As the sun comes up, shining down on the tent. I Hey, thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. Truly appreciate it. Thank you for making us number one yet again. With all the bullets in uh, the latest ratings, we appreciate that as well. And I especially appreciate around the holidays, you teachers out there, because my God, it's been a tough couple years, I think, for teachers. They never get enough credit. And the, the school always sides with these terrible monster kids who are uh, most times like bullying the teacher. You got all these bad, bad situations. And it's so bad, apparently, that there's, there's stories out there now about they're worried when the Christmas break is officially on, which maybe is even now for teachers. I don't know. Are teachers already on Christmas break no. now? It's, no. It's closer to Christmas when it when it goes on? I feel like next week, probably. So, so in, a, in, a, in a week or so, they go on this break. They're worried that the teachers are not going to come back to school. <laughs> they, they think that there's going to be like this mass exodus because the kids suck so bad in some of these schools. And in fact, in, in Florida, in Brevard County, the school board members had to throw like an emergency meeting together and they discussed what they were going to do. They're like, we're going to crack down on this discipline. Um, this is on the heels of, remember the sheriff that was like, we're going to kick your kid's ass. Well, they used to be, uh, they used to worry about uh, ripping the skin off their ass. <laughs> They're bringing back the punishments now. They said the meeting was early in the morning and they said, 42 teachers. Okay, imagine that. Think about this for a second. 42 teachers in one county and eight bus drivers have quit because of student behavior. Yeah, I think you might have a problem on your hands. If you have 42 teachers who are quitting, you've made teaching worse than working in retail. Now the kids who are in the classroom, they feel like they have the power. And you know why they feel that? Because they do. They have the power. They could push and push and push, and these teachers crack, and then they're like, ah, get your phone out. I saw, no lie, a video, I believe, that was out of Atlanta from last week, and some student was mad that the teacher called his parents, and the student punched the teacher in the face in front of the classroom. Oh, God. You're like, my God, no wonder these people don't want to come back after Christmas break. I wouldn't either. And then the, the schools, uh, the superintendents, the I mean, principals, they never stand me, up for them. If it were me and it was that bad, I would be like, why wait till Christmas? Yeah, I mean, I would hop the hell out of there. I'd be like, if I'm not protected in this school, if my employer, the school district, is not going to stand up for me, 
why on earth would I put myself through this every single day when there seems to be a, a solid amount of, of these kids at these schools who are terrible to deal with and the teachers just don't want to deal with it anymore? They said we have hundreds of teachers that are talking about leaving over the Christmas break because of the disciplinary policy that they have. Uh, now school board members are meeting to modify this. They said they're going to start enforcing suspensions. Well, why weren't you doing that all along? That's going to be part of the conversation as recent examples of bad behavior will be shared. And this goes through uh, middle schools, high schools, even elementary schools where this kind of stuff has been happening. And it doesn't matter where you're at in this country right now. This kind of stuff happens in the schools around you. The younger people, many of them with little to no parental influence in a positive way, go into these classrooms they don't care. They know that the teachers have no power. That's the big secret that they've unveiled. They know they can do whatever they want. And I used to be scared. You know, when, when I would get in trouble at school, I'd be scared because I was going to get in trouble at home. And it wasn't even about, like, bring back kicking kids' asses or, or my dad would hit me with a belt. or what. It's not about bringing that back. But it's about if you're somebody who your parents are going to get called when you act up in school and you know they don't care, you know they're going to get mad at the teacher in the school instead of you. They're never going to bl blame you. You're their angel child. You have no fear. What's the repercussions you're going to get? You're, you're not an adult, so you're probably not going to go to jail for it. So you can just do whatever you want. You see a lot you, of this out there. What do you do, though? Like If, you, if it goes back to the parenting of it, it, how do you require or you know discipline parents to parent better? I think one of the things that happened in this particular county was they stopped suspending the kids and they changed up the punishments because they, for some reason, thought suspending the kids was wrong or bad or, or whatever. Or maybe not possible. If you suspend a kid who has nowhere to go while they're suspended, then there's a huge issue unless it's the in-school suspension, which if they don't care what's happening in the classroom, I can't imagine them huh. caring when they're in that in ISS. You want to know what the worst classroom is? The in-school suspension classroom. That, that's the that's the worst of them all. I don't know. The the, the in-school suspension classroom I had, I think, was run by C Lane. The, you were suspended. In-school suspended. What'd you do? For a couple of days. I don't know. I forget. Was, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, right bad you boy. know, I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna hit up Mama Lane <laughs> right now on Facebook. I was goofing up in class or something like goofing that. Goofing up. <laughs> yeah, I talked a lot. Yeah, he, most people goof off, but C Lane tried to. He's goofing Goof up. Goofing up. <laughs> I, I, up and up. Upward and offward. As they say, I, well, I've been suspended many, many times in my schooling cool. days, and and uh, in school suspension. You were suspended. Was, what did you get suspended for? Yeah, that is stuff. not a surprise at all, Celine. Let's be honest. All now, of the stuff. Mostly this might skipping. surprise you guys. I was never suspended from that, school. That does surprise me. Actually. I was always very, very close to it, but I charmed my way out of Wait, it. Wait, did you never get in school uh, in school suspension even? Never. Damn. I, I got very close. Did, detention like a, Saturday school. Oh, detention all day. But we also had a demerit system, and so, like, after a certain amount of demerits that you racked up, it's when you got the summer school and the in-school suspension, Ooh. and every year I was, like, one or two demerits away from getting that. Let but me tell you something. You want, to talk, you want to talk about the most frightening punishments, at least for me when I was in school? The idea that you might get a Saturday detention or have to go to summer school were nightmares to me. Like, See, okay. I would do anything not to be in those situations. So for us, we w we did summer school voluntarily, just mm -hmm. to get ahead. Nerd. 
I'm, I'm, you okay. went to summer school on purpose? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? In fact, <laughs> I went to summer school the summer before my freshman year, and I took... To get extra credits and yeah, stuff? Yeah, to, to, to get them out of the way. I took personal fitness, and I heard the same thing from everybody. You're in summer school? What are you taking? Personal fitness. You failed PE, <laughs> you loser. <laughs> like, no, I didn't fail. I, I'm getting ahead. And, and, look, then, and look at you now. And then uh, my senior year, because <laughs> of all the summer school and extra credits... I only needed two classes. You, and then I said, oh. peace out. Did you pick up a lot in that physical fitness uh, really? class? <laughs> Does it look like I picked up a lot? <laughs> Asshole. He can lift things up. He can. I've seen him do it. <laughs> but I don't know if, if like he's what I would consider an athlete. You no, know? no, no, uh, no. I don't think I'll put you in that category necessarily. But they need to like get it together with a system that makes it so the teachers don't feel powerless. And when the teachers feel powerless... Of course they're going to leave in droves. Of course they're going to go, you know what? It's really nice having this Christmas break. It's really nice being back with my family. And the the idea that I have to go back to this war zone of a, a classroom, eh, that doesn't work for me. I, I don't want to do this. I'll try another career right now, and I'll probably make more money. I mean, I think at this point, at least with the schools that are having some real issues with teachers not coming back, it's going to come into a budget. And if they could pay two teachers to be in a classroom... If there are two adults there, I feel like you're going to have a significant decline in students acting up. Well, we all have experienced this, I guarantee you. We've all experienced this thing that happens. Once the, the students, if you're in a class, and I've, I've been in this situation, tell me if you have as well. Once the students feel that that shift in power, and they're like, oh, the teacher's scared. Like, we've, we've got control now. This happens with substitute oh, teachers yes. and stuff. Once the students are like, this teacher, nothing. We, we are in charge. It, it goes Lord of the Flies. It goes crazy. If you've ever been in a classroom where that happens, you just feel the teacher losing power, and then they're helpless up there. And now the students are going to just do whatever they want, and they're certainly not going to learn. Mm. You know, that's, that's not going to be something that happens with this. Uh, I don't know how to fix this stuff. I know that in most of these cases, it does trace back to the parenting. This is the truth with a lot of other stuff, too. You know, when people talk about the big spike in crime rates, actually, crime rates are, are down uh, in most places. But in in um, inner cities and in, in populous areas, they're up. But when you look at the actual numbers of it, it's up for younger people. There's so many younger kids who their parents suck and the family situation isn't enough to put them on the right moral path to where they're acting in ways that are respectful to other people, i.e. the teacher. And, uh, man, that's crazy. They said this one county, they've had 42 teachers quit because of student behavior, eight bus drivers quit, and... They said, what was that other number? And which county was it? Was it uh, Brevard, Brevard County? Because somebody on the texting service said, and this is a huge number, if, if this is correct, I don't know where they're getting it, but it says over 140 teachers have left Volusia. Really? So, I mean, this is widespread out there. And they said there are hundreds of teachers talking about leaving over the Christmas break because of what's going on in these schools. So what do you think about this? Uh, who's to blame? How do you fix it? What, what do you do for these teachers? If we lose the teachers, friends... We lose everything because that's the Sean's going to have to start teaching class. Oh, my God. I don't, I'll, I'll be arrested day one. I go into the classroom. And I'll start screaming at these kids. They're going to videotape me and Snapchat me. And oh. uh, What would you get arrested for? Exposing yourself? No. Oh, my God. Why would you take it in that direction? 
Well, because you said I'm just I'm going to get arrested for, for beating up a kid. The, oh, physically assaulting. Yes, of course. I would not put Sorry. it past myself to physically assault a kid in a classroom. All right. If they were being assholes, because uh, uh, why? Why put a line in the sand on an age limit on punching somebody? Explain that to me. Why say I will only punch people over eighteen? If some fourteen-year-old's getting up in your face and punching you, I'll punch a fourteen-year-old. I'll okay. punch an eight-year-old if I have to. If you have to. Poor Dylan. Well, I mean, I never punched Dylan. Obviously, I'm simply suggesting that, like, I'm not going to draw a line in the sand. If I was a teacher and these kids were trying to bully me, if a kid jumped up and punched me in the face as a teacher, I'd kick that kid's ass right in front of all the other kids. Might get control of the classroom afterwards. Might be able to, to turn After things around. After you get out of jail? Although I see some of these kids and they're bigger than me. <laughs> Look at the, the front row in the classroom and you're like, damn it, might have some trouble on my hands here. But the teachers are really, really, uh, they're on edge about this. And if you're a teacher, I love to hear from your perspective. You can stay anonymous if you want. Um, just don't say your name in the dispatch. Uh, and if you know a teacher, if you have anybody else, let us know. Randall on YouTube says it's Who happening. Who spoke under anonymity? <laughs> Randall says it's happening at my girlfriend's school. Teachers are quitting every other week. Nobody can even get substitutes anymore. It's a crisis right now. Santa on Twitch says it isn't about punching kids. You learn judo and you toss their ass and pin them down <laughs> like you're Caesar and they're a punk dog. Okay, that's one way to handle this. What do you think we should do? Go to the newsjunkie.com and hit record on your first dispatch today. Naomi says Brevard teachers are leaving because kids are too violent, but Sheriff Ivy changed policies as of last week. Teachers are getting hit, bruised, and bus drivers are getting bruised from choking. My God, if that's true, it's just like, how do we degrade to this level? I want to hear more from you on on this, if you will. Send in your dispatch right now at thenewsjunkie.com. Got to get to this mystery woman in the hazmat suit because it's a very weird story. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. High diving face first into the world's most viral newsroom. This is the News Junkie. Hello, and thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for telling your friends about the News Junkie. Oh, yeah. Appreciate all of you, and you in particular, for listening to us today. A lot of teachers are chiming in about this story we were just talking about, and a lot of them have similar experiences, unfortunately, which shows us we probably have a huge problem on our hands, but we'll get into those in, in just a moment here. We're just two days away, friends, from Just OK 7, the party of the year. I uh, want to make sure that you get your tickets. Now's the time to do it. Go to realradio.fm slash just okay. The tickets oh, yeah. are $45, and five of those dollars goes to charity. And you got, obviously, service charges and that stuff that you can't avoid. Uh, but just know from our side, it's $45, and $5 goes directly to charity. Which it should show you, you know, on the checkout page. Imagine. But uh, mm, that'd be nice. Makes us look like liars. Yeah, if there was a little breakdown mm. that said, here's the service fees. But realradio.fm slash just okay is where you can go and uh, get your tickets right now. I saw this story and I was like, I cannot even begin to explain what may be going on here. And they said that a, a woman, a mysterious woman 
who was wearing a hazmat suit, like fully covered, like, you know, she's walking around in, in a hazmat suit, so you can't really see her or anything. And she was been, uh, she's been uh, uh, caught up in an illegal dumping case. They said it was the assistant fire chief's wife who was doing this, and she dumped a bag that had 50 pounds of human waste in it. Ew. But nobody can tell why this was the case. So she really doubled down on the illegal dumping. Yes, she was doing the worst kind of illegal dumping. So wait, they have no idea where it came from? Because my first thought is like an RV or something. Yeah, I mean, did you see that video that went viral uh, like last week or so, I think? Instagram, sorry, y'all see this? There's somebody with their RV... They're on the side of the road. Dave Matthews Band. It wasn't Dave Matthews Band this time, but uh, historically, it has been Dave Matthews Band. In the past, it's happened. It's just letting it go on a on a boat beneath them as it went over a bridge. But this guy's on the side of the road, and he's holding the tube where you you shoot the bad stuff out of it from your RV. And somebody comes over and goes, "Hey, what the hell are you doing?" And the guy's like, uh, "Just cleaning out my RV." And they're like, "That's the human waste." And you're just going to spray it all over the side of the road? And the guy's like, oh, who cares? We're out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, Gross. my God. How often does this happen? This is disgusting. Not 50 like, pounds of this stuff. As far as on land, it should not happen. Like, there are places for it, and I feel like, obviously, rules and regulations. But it immediately reminded me of the boat days. And you're far enough out in the ocean, you're letting that out oh yeah and that's what we're swimming in when it comes back to shore right they'll just drop that stuff right out there they said uh, an electra police department officer that's where this happened in texas three five gallon buckets this person found of what appeared to be human waste they saw a woman in a white hazmat suit with a yellow mask walking to her vehicle and they said what the hell is this what are you doing what's going on here the woman told the officer the buckets were human s and she was dropping them off and they said... Was she putting them in a dumpster? Where was she, she dropping was, them off? She was dropping them off uh, an illegal dumping case outside the police station. So of all places, she was dumping them off outside the oh, police station. First problem. Police Firefighters co- versus cops. Uh, you know what? have it again. I wouldn't be surprised if that was something to do with this. There was some bad blood, and they're like, drop this off over there. Police contacted city administrators in the fire department after recognizing Mindy Jeanette Stevens from her voice. Stevens spoke to them and refused to take the buckets away, saying it was not her problem. 50 pounds of waste were then removed by a wastewater employee, and she was charged with dumping over 5 pounds and under 500 pounds. She was arrested and released on $2,000 bond. Over five pounds is an arrestable offense? Yeah, (laughs) over five pounds if you're just dumping it out in the middle of nowhere. And then you have up to 500 pounds for the same arrest. Yeah, so you got some wiggle room there. (laughs) She should have waited a little bit. (laughs) If you're going over five, you might as well go up to 400 or so because same punishment either way. So what are you supposed to do? With the poo, uh, I I have no idea. Honestly, if you've got buckets of it, you're you got yourself in a tough position. I'm just gonna make sure I never have buckets of it. I'm never gonna do that. And if I'm ever in an RV, if we get an RV and we go somewhere, you guys know the rule. You're not, you know, we're not using the bathroom for that. Mm. Only only number no one. No twosies in the in the RV. Yes, yeah. I it, believe when we had an RV for Okeechobee Music Festival a couple years ago, it was was it Pinkman that took a number two did josh do it he really broke the rule yeah no number twos and someone did it you know i I could see being tempted do you realize i mean sean doesn't because he wasn't there 
how close, I mean, it wasn't that far of a walk from our RV to the VIP uh, air-conditioned bathrooms. <laughs> it was just I'm lazy. sure it was just for the experience. <laughs> I got to say I did it. I need to say I did it. Uh, we're going to go over to you, your dispatches. You're chiming in on this teacher stuff heavily, and uh, I'd love to hear from people who are either teachers themselves or maybe somebody in your family is, and you know what these teachers are going through, because they said they're worried hundreds of them will not go back to these schools after the Christmas break, they're just going to say enough's enough. I'm done. You find somebody else to put up with these kids and put up with the mayhem in the in the classroom. Uh, there's a lot of you chiming in. Here is Chaos, who says my wife is a teacher and she's been assaulted at school. What's up, news junkies? Hey. Um. So a certain person close to me, <laughs> um, well, happens to be a teacher that had twins. We'll, we'll keep them anonymous. And uh, <laughs> she teaches at a school. And she's been tackled, punched. God. Um, called names. You know, there's just a list of things. And she's not able to do anything about it. And, you know, the parents won't do anything about their kids. And it's taken so much for me because one of them actually tackled her while she was, you know, in the early terms of her pregnancy. One of them God. tackled her. And these are like sixth graders. So these kids aren't small tackled my wife to the ground in the classroom oof i don't know if i could stop myself about it <laughs> she told me probably a week later and i'm like you were so lucky that you banned me from coming to your school because i would end up throwing hands with yep. sixth graders and leaving them on the ground teachers are unappreciated for what they do yeah, and uh, wiggle, wiggle, pop, pop. one thing I'd like to hear from a teacher or somebody in the know about is I've heard that one thing that's gone on in, in some of these schools is they want their numbers to look better. And the numbers would be like amount of kids who were disciplined, amount of kids who got suspended, amount of kids who got in-school suspension, et cetera, et cetera. And they keep a tally of that stuff. And if the numbers are lower, they're like, oh, wow, look, your school is really good. Your kids aren't acting up. But all that is happening from some of the anecdotal stuff I've heard is they're they're just refusing to punish the kids. And the kids are not stupid. They realize they won't be punished. And then they go further and further with things. Can't they lie in a different way, though? I mean, instead of not suspending the bad students, how about you just suspend them and then don't report don't the numbers? Yeah. It's just as dishonest. <laughs> yeah, you, all you have to do is fudge the numbers in a better way. That, that, I think, helps the teachers out a little bit. Here is Punch Goblin chiming in about third graders. Hello? Morning, junkies. Oh, you're too tiny. Hey, Sean. In the prime of your life, in your peak physical fitness, like 100,000 rum and cokes and cigarettes ago. Very true. And you were a third grade teacher. Honestly, how many third graders do you think you could take out before they took you down? I, I wouldn't go by third graders. I wouldn't go by how many third graders I could uh, I could take out in the classroom. I'd go by how many classrooms of third graders I could take out. Gotcha. Because I could probably take out three to four classrooms of these third graders uh, with no weapons. Just just my, my bare hands going in there. Punching? Um, little punching, little kicking. Some, there are probably some spin moves here or there, you know? Spin move, duck, spin move, duck, and you take out the kids where you can. Sean, you um, have been beat up before, right? No. I never lost a fight. Never lost a fight? No. I, I actually I think one of the Gallagher brothers would, would disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Noel Gallagher from Oasis technically did uh, best me because his bodyguard was absolutely enormous. 
But I've never lost a fight other than when I was in the early days of boxing. They put me in the ring with this kid, Justin, and Justin went through his growth spurt like, way before everybody else. So I was still like a little kid, and he's got like a mustache, and he was like six feet tall already, and he beat the crap out of me. And I cried in the ring a little bit. Well, other than that, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm undefeated as an adult. I, I, um, okay. Well, just like I wonder at this day and age or if it has anything to do with anyone getting beaten up once. Like, do you really learn your lesson? But since you've never been beaten up except for the guy who made you cry, maybe this is why you were up for physically assaulting uh, children that are bad. I know this. If you have a third grade classroom where there are no punishments and you have a third grade classroom where Sean comes in there and kicks ass if somebody acts up, the second one, the second option is going to be the more calm stable classroom after the fights of and course. then eventually more successful yeah hopefully one would hope in the meantime i get to knock out a couple third graders so you know win-win on that side i'm a winner here is rhino love with the dispatch rhino here hey. commenting on the whole school situation i grew up in the latchkey era and when that started, everyone predicted this would occur within 50 years. It looks like they were pretty spot on. But when you think about it, a whole bunch of kids were basically raising themselves and they went on to be parents and they're not passing on any rules because they didn't have any mm -hmm. or enough. Add in violence and uh, pussy parenting <laughs> and you've got a big bad situation. We're not getting out of this anytime soon. You know, one thing I want to clarify here is I don't believe, I don't think there's any evidence to show that it's a lack of, like, corporal punishment and spanking kids that has led to these situations where the classrooms are now more dangerous. I think it's parents that are either, one, non-existence, uh, non-existent in their kids' lives, or two, they always side with their kids and they're like, the teacher is the bad person here. And they never hold their hit their their kids accountable for when My they precious act up. flower. Yeah, I don't think it's like if they were all beating their kids, everything would be better. I think it's other problems that these parents are making. I think a lot of people are just like, go start paddling them. I don't know that that does anything good to solve this problem. You're just hitting your kid now. I think you can have a kid who can grow up and you can teach them to do all the right things and be morally a decent kid and to treat people with respect, to treat teachers with respect, act the right way in the classroom, and you don't have to kick the kid's ass. You don't have to spank them and stuff to do it. But once they start to get older and older and older, now they've gotten set in their ways. I, I had a friend like this. I had a friend growing up. When we got in trouble, when three, four, five of us got in trouble, his mom would always go pick him up, and she'd be like, I can't believe they told you to do this. And I'd be like, he was the leader of this. And <laughs> the mom would always be like, oh, my God, I told you these kids That's were in That's why he was the leader. Yeah. And what does that guy do now? I uh, bet he runs a company, doesn't he? I can't say because he'll know who he is, and he lives in West Palm Beach. <laughs> so, uh, is he successful? Uh, no, no, he's not wildly successful. Um, but he he has uh, changed his ways some, and now his parents, I'm sure, do hold him accountable. But uh, at the time, uh, things were like the parents would never, he would never get in trouble, so he'd do it again and again and again and again. And then, and he he went through some tough times because of that. And I think it's bad, 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 bad for parents to do that kind of stuff. Uh, let's get one more in here. Here is, uh, there's a lot of people chiming in about the teacher thing. Here's Eat, Sith, and Die. What up, junkies? Hey. Happy Thursday. It's two days in a row for me now. Right, uh, Saturday, Sean, Sunday. in the event that you decide to become a teacher and 
those little bastards get out of hand, I suggest you watch a movie called The Substitute with Tom Berenger. Um, I would use that as an actual resource for how to run your classroom. All right, so, I'll take uh, notes. You are going to have to get a huge face scar, which... I got a little one. I guess Sabrina could do. Or Deb Roberts. So. Poster smashed in my face. Happy Thursday. Wait, what? Thank you, Eat, Sith, and Die. Uh, he said you got to get a face scar. I've got a scar on my face. It's smaller. It's on the left left side of the face. Oh, I remember that. What What when I got hit with uh, the News Junkie poster? Hmm. <laughs> we need a... We need an artistic rendition of that. Wait, didn't no. we have one I now? think we did. <laughs> I yeah, think, I think you were we did. featured, like, maybe it was part of a whole collage, but I believe one of that was, like, a poster. Oh, like, it, it was on one of our shirts, neck. wasn't it? It was on, yeah. I think, one of the shirts where we were in the design. God, we've been <laughs> doing this for so long. I know. It all bleeds together at some point. When we come back, more from you. We're going to hear from you. Go uh, send your dispatch right now through the News Junkie app. And I want to talk about <laughs> popping that oh. Uh Try to give you a cut point for that. Uh, AI <laughs> is out of control, and there's now some people who are chiming in on, oh, we've got to do something about this. What is it that pushed this over the line for them? Wait till you hear this. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. They're best friends. Unless they're fighting. Are they fighting? It's the News Junkie. Nobody got one law when you go with us. You poke in that smoke and you blow it up. I want to tell you a little story. And this is crazy. And I saw this article from Vox, and I think this is so right. I always scream about... The dangers of robots and artificial intelligence, and uh, you see the robots with guns. In San Francisco, they were trying to make it so they could have a police robot that was allowed to kill people until that got shut down. It's all craziness, It's and it's, it's out there all over the place uh, if you're looking for it. And the AI has now gotten good enough that people are finally coming around to this. You had Dolly, I think is the name of the thing that uh, you put in whatever prompt and it gives you a piece of art in response. Mm -hmm. And like some of it's actually good. Somebody did one and entered it into an art contest and won the art contest with the artificial intelligence generated art. And now this new one that people have been talking about. Oh my God, they're obsessed with it. Every, every, I don't even know what it's called, but everyone that is doing, like, their face. See, that's what oh, I thought yeah. he was talking about, no, too. Yeah, that, Not Lensa. Yeah, Lensa is a different one, and that one's pretty crazy, too. Uh, like, the, what they come up with, art-wise. So many people. And and Lensa, it was a friend of mine that I've known for years. She's an artist, and they, you know, all the artists are now boycotting or at least getting the information out mm -hmm. about Lensa because they're, like, they're actually stealing from other artists. Right, and they... AI Go ahead. I don't know how it works. Well, they, they plug in a bunch of things, and they go, like, this style of art and this artist is popular. They were working with a couple of websites, one of which, uh forgot what it was called, Dribble or something like that, but it's basically like an artist portfolio website. And they'd feed all the data in, and that would be one of the things that would use to generate this AI artwork. And the AI is now so good. Like, forget about it. The, the chat GPT thing that I'm going to tell you about that everybody's been kind of passing around. We've talked about it on the show previously, too. This is so good that forget any kind of written assignments for your students anymore. Forget it. Because all they have to do, you go, write me a story. Oh, I've, uh, I've seen this. About like Caesar or something. And you would put it, write me a story about Caesar. And the 
AI will write you an entire story. The whole thing. It will write you a beautifully written story. Send it as your homework. Done. I have a and friend that's doing that for his job right now. He says he's got AI writing himself blo uh, blog posts. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, where can I get some of that AI? <laughs> I need some. <laughs> Just a little bit. And like, I, I do wonder, though, especially with um, students that are using it, and even more so on the college level, are these AIs writing something that would not be picked up in a program that is meant for plagiarizing no i don't think like, so i remember you know when we had to submit work when i was going to college was uh, what was the one that you had to do called oh i forget but i know we was had it, to submit our, our documents on there and make like, sure there was not one sentence of it that was plagiarized did you use like turnitin.com or something like that i think that was Wait, one not of them. to check on my own like i remember that professors were requiring it yeah, to yeah. upload but we would also have other websites that we could double check that the stuff we did plagiarize was worded enough that it wouldn't get caught in the teacher system but i think with this chat uh chat uh what is it called chat gpt, GPT ai this artificial intelligence that can do basically anything i think it's writing something unique each and every time it's just going back and like putting something together so for instance right now let's inject some reality into this Sabrina's at her home studio. She's waiting on a FedEx package. Your FedEx package has not arrived yet, I assume. Okay, so my window is now in the next four minutes following an hour. So I'm telling you, I have all my uh, Alexa devices. Uh-huh. Damn it. It's up. It <laughs> you still, still got you. Stop it. Um, I have them all up to 10 mm -hmm. right now so I can hear that doorbell. Okay, well, I put the prompt in to chat GPT, this artificial intelligence, and I said, tell a story about how Sabrina was killed waiting for her FedEx delivery. All right? It's all kind of dark, man. That's all yeah. I fed into the machine here, okay? That's all I fed into the machine. Shouldn't have gone with anything else, like stubbed her toe well, or we, broke her wrist? We're going to want an interesting story. We might be able to sell this thing here. We just put it in a you know paperback book and put it out on the shelves. Now, this is what it generated. Tell me what you think. Tell me if you think this, like, you would know this was from artificial intelligence. It says, Once upon a time, in a world much like our own, there was a young woman named Sabrina. She was eagerly awaiting the arrival of a package from FedEx that contained a gift for her best friend's birthday. Now, that part's not true, right? Yeah, that is a lie. Uh, that part I mean, is unless a lie. everyone is my best friend at Just Okay this weekend. Yeah, this is something fun for, for Just Okay 7, which, by the way, get your tickets, realradio.fm slash okay. Sabrina had been tracking the package online and knew it was scheduled to be delivered the following day. She planned to be home all day to receive it and even took the day off from work to make sure she wouldn't miss the delivery. Huh. We're not too far off. No, because I am actually working. Dedication. But you're, you are at your house waiting for it. it says, but unfortunately, things didn't go as planned. Remember, this is all AI that wrote this. I didn't write any of this. I just gave it that one sentence prompt. The FedEx delivery truck arrived at Sabrina's house on time. But the driver was running behind schedule and didn't have time to make the delivery. Instead, he left a note on Sabrina's door. It said that he would come back the next day to deliver the package. If that actually happened, I'm sure you would be pissed off about that. Yes. Uh, Sabrina was disappointed, but understood these things happen. She made sure to be home the next day and even stayed up late to wait for the delivery. But the next day came and went, came and, went and still no sign of the FedEx truck. Sabrina began to worry. She called FedEx customer service on, but they couldn't give her any information about her missing package. She tried to track it online, but the tracking website was down for maintenance. Oh, things are and going wrong. And all of this is like perfectly punctuated, yep. grammar's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Yeah. As the days passed, Sabrina's frustration and worry turned to anger. She couldn't believe that FedEx had lost her package, and she was furious that they seemed to be doing nothing to help her. Finally, after a week of waiting, 
Sabrina decided to take matters into her own hands. She got in her car and she drove to the FedEx distribution center, determined to get answers and find her missing package. But when she arrived at the center, she was shocked to discover that her package was not there. It had been lost and there was no way to know where it was or if it would ever be found. Sabrina was devastated. She couldn't believe that her carefully planned gift for her best friend had been ruined by a careless FedEx driver. She was so upset she didn't even notice the oncoming truck as she stormed out of the distribution center <laughs> and into the busy street. <laughs> Tragically, Sabrina was killed in the accident. Her life cut short by her own frustration and the incompetence of the FedEx delivery team. It was a terrible and senseless tragedy and one that could have been avoided if only Sabrina's package had been delivered on time. Or if I would have looked both ways while crossing the street. That was all artificial intelligence. Is that not, but like, would that not pass for something that somebody legitimately wrote? That's it's a, crazy. It, yeah, it's very freaky. And honestly, what you just read would have taken me so long to write. And um, like with the proper punctuation yeah. and using the thesaurus, use different synonyms. And it also just brings this huge bout of anxiety through my body that this technology was not even what, five years ago. You know, it's yeah. just, it's, go it's going too fast, man. Yeah, it's, it's really accelerated in the last year or so. And some of these things are great examples of, of how that's done. Uh, or come along so far in a short period of time. I just asked it, how is a perfect lasagna made? All right. Oh. To make a perfect lasagna, you will need to first cook the pasta sheets until they are al dente. Then you will need to prepare the meat sauce by browning ground beef in a pan and adding crushed tomatoes, garlic, salt, and Italian seasoning. You prepare the cheese filling by mixing together ricotta cheese, eggs, and chopped spinach. Three more paragraphs. And it was like... It's clearly pulling that from somewhere. With the right technique and a little bit of patience, you can create a delicious and satisfying lasagna that will impress your friends and family. Oh, my God. God, this is awesome. I, I really wish I would have had that in college. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They go, write up a, a report on the Revolutionary War. And you're like, all right, here we go, uh, chat. Ooh, have it write a description for Just OK 7 coming up December 10th at the Plaza Live. Get your tickets now, realradio.fm slash just OK. I think I read somewhere, because of how popular chat GPT is getting, that it only... Uh, will give you information from the internet in 2021 and before. Really? Okay. Right. So it's. So I don't think it knows anything current. All right. Let me see if I could get this to write a description for just okay seven. I, that might be so specific that it doesn't necessarily understand that. But it would be wild if it it came up with more. All right. So I'm going in here now, and I'm going to say write a description for just okay seven. An event in uh, so hmm. yeah it, it, it I I asked it the same thing I asked the other uh, AI that we talked to this week that could not for the life of me uh, for the life of itself tell me the name of the host of the news junkie oh yeah it was struggling yeah. with that one and Chat GPT says I'm sorry but I'm not able to browse the internet so I'm unable to provide information about the host of a specific program. I mean, what about yeah. just a fun way to describe our party? Oh, here's what it says. I said, write a description for Just OK 7. Just OK 7 is a concert event featuring a lineup of up-and-coming artists who are considered to be just OK by critics and fans. <laughs> the event will take place at a popular music venue in the city and feature okay. a mix of musical genres, including pop, rock, uh, and hip-hop. 
Attendees can expect to hear new and exciting music from a group of artists who are still developing their styles and trying to make a name for themselves in the industry. Overall, Just OK 7 is a great opportunity to discover new music and support up-and-coming artists. Not bad. I mean, this is how far is that for the library. We're not writing anything ever again. We're not writing commercials. We're not writing anything. So you embrace this technology. I mean, I I have to. Think of uh, how much more we could get done. We could be so much more efficient. Sean I'm not worried. Loves robots. No, this is um, this is an AI that I'm going to allow through the cracks, and then I'm going to shut those cracks down after I have it. it write a, like a like a, a erotic novel or uh, like a paragraph. Like see. T- type write something sexy about Sean and Sea Light. Erotic. I uh, I asked it to, while he's doing this. To write me a commercial for pencils. All right. Oh, <laughs> something, something that we have some uh, some uh, experience with. Could and you imagine if the pencil company uses that instead of <laughs> yours? It says, introducing the world's best pencil. Our pencils are made with high-quality graphite that provides a smooth, effortless writing experience. Their sleek, ergonomic design allows for comfortable and precise writing, making them the perfect choice for students, artists, and professionals alike. But that's not all. <laughs> what? Oh, wait, there's more! <laughs> Our pencils are also environmentally friendly. They are made no, with sustainable not. materials <laughs> and can be sharpened and used again and again. Whoa! Plus, they come in a variety of fun colors to suit your personal style. So why settle for a mediocre pencil when you can have the best? <laughs> Try our pencils today and experience the difference Dude. for yourself. You won't be disappointed. Oh, I'm, this is really good. I'm never gonna have to write a Fogo out again. I'm, <laughs> I'm putting them all in here. How about that bacon? By the way, I did what you said, Sabrina. <laughs> I don't know what's what we're gonna get out of this. Are we gonna get horny? <clears throat> it says Sean Watson and Sea Lane were two people who had been drawn to each other from the moment they laid eyes on one another. They met at a crowded party, and the attraction was instant. They spent the night talking and flirting, their bodies drawn to one another like magnets. Sean couldn't believe his luck. Selene was gorgeous, with long blonde hair and piercing blue eyes. Whoa. He had a body that made Sean's mouth water, and he knew he had to have him. <laughs> Must be hungry. <laughs> As the night went on, Sean and Selene found themselves gravitating toward a secluded corner of the party. They were alone, and the tension between them was palpable. Sean reached out and took C. Lane's hand, pulling him close and pressing his lips to his. The kiss was electric, <laughs> and it sparked a fire oh. within them both. Oh, this is going to get good in a second. I just saw what it says. I, I saw something about, uh, go on. They couldn't resist each other any longer, and they began to strip each other's clothes off, their okay. hands exploring every inch of each other's bodies. Sean ran his hands over C. Lane's smooth skin, feeling him shiver with anticipation. He moaned softly as he caressed her breast. It thinks you're a woman. I'm trying to fix that. His Hold fingers, on. I got the, I got the moan. His, <laughs> his fingers teasing his nipples until they were hard and erect. Selene oh, responded in kind, his hands roaming over Sean's muscular chest and abs. Oh. We're in the realm of fiction, folks. We are oh. deep into it. They were both on the brink of ecstasy, their bodies yearning for more. Sean slipped his hand between Selene's legs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Feeling... So- so we're just going to go with the heterosexual storyline? They that, can't even do... That's what they put... Well, I, I didn't specify that C-Lane was a, a man, so I, I tried to change that didn't as I was that happen it? with someone we talked to that they, they assume... Oh, it was the um, tarot card reader. Didn't know if C-Lane was yeah, a man yeah, or a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, so this finishes up. Sean slipped his hand between C-Lane's legs, feeling his wetness, and knowing that he was ready My for... wetness! Okay, <laughs> Mr. Boner, Mr. <laughs> he entered him slowly, their bodies moving wow. together in perfect harmony. They made love for hours, their passion and desire for each other consuming them completely. 
as oh, they finally yeah. <laughs> reached their climax, they both knew this was the beginning of something special. Sean and Celine were meant to be together, and they were determined to make their relationship last a lifetime. Oh. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh. I'm tearing up just remembering it. Yeah, it's yeah. quite the moment. So hot. Well, there you go. AI has gone a little bit too far, you might say. Let us know what you think. Uh, send us a dispatch. Go to thenewsjunkie.com right now. Coming up next, the next episode with Sabrina. What's coming up on the next episode? What's coming up on the next episode? Chris Catan trades a night at the Roxbury for several nights at the hospital. Jennifer Lawrence is claiming she's Hollywood's first female action hero. Uma, Sigourney, Angelina, and way more beg to differ. Plus, the numbers are out. Let's see which TV movies and celebrities Googled your boogle in 2022. All that and so much more coming up on the next episode. And that is coming up next on the News Junkie. Filling in the gaps between the New York Times and World Star. This is the News Junkie. The next episode in just a moment. All things happening in the world of entertainment and beyond. We are just two days away, friends, from Just OK 7, and we want you to be there with us. Come hang out with us, meet us, and see some really wild stuff go down. It's going to be a big, big event, and it'll be uh, closed out with a party performance from Juvenile. It'll be mm-hmm. hanging out with us. Before that, you have the big, big show from Savvy's Little Helper, Sabrina and Fritz's band. <laughs> And we've got uh, two bands opening things up. We've got all sorts of performers around the venue. The tickets are $45 plus all the fees and stuff that we don't have any control over. Uh, you can get them at realradio.fm slash just okay. It'll be a fun thing to do for your Saturday night, number one. It's at a great venue with very, very easy parking for everybody at Plaza Live. So, so easy for you to park. You don't have to worry about being straight downtown or anything like that. Um, and there's going to be food trucks outside afterwards. We'll have four food trucks out there. So after you party with us, go grab something to eat. And if you want to do all of that, go to realradio.fm slash just okay because you only have two days left. Let's get into it. Let's do the next episode. Because there's a lot on TV. And you can't possibly keep up with all of it. Even though you should because what else are you going to talk about? Back off my Golden Gate times. Nothing. Weather's nice. It's time for the next episode with Sabrina. Hey. Smoke weed every day. Hold up. The next episode brought to you by That Mortgage Guy Dawn. ThatMortgageGuyDawn.com. And, of course, a very proud sponsor of the stage that you will be watching at Just OK 7 this Saturday. Be sure to grab your tickets, Just OK. You can Google that or go to RealRadio.fm slash Just OK. And if you go to ThatMortgageGuyDawn.com, he's going to help you out, whether you're refinancing or buying your first dream home. ThatMortgageGuyDawn.com. Hey, it looks like your cats have finally left you alone for a moment or two here. Uh, you guys, or I text you when it happened, but Celine, my other cat, got on the laptop that I have the soundboard and played seven clips at the same time. It was the most nightmarish thing I've ever heard in my life. The, the audio clips fire off when you press keys, and the cat just kind of like pranced right over just the keyboard. moseyed on over, but yes. And then one started the printer and put out like, I don't know, whatever this, uh, this information sheet is and started printing it. So uh, there you have it. 
thatmortgageguydon.com. It was 59 years ago, 1963, the 19-year-old son of this guy right here. I want to Frank Sinatra. Damn it. Frank Sinatra is right. Wait for it. Start spreading the news. Oh, I thought it was going to drop up. Oh, there oh. it goes. It wasn't a party for Frank Sinatra Jr., though, because he was kidnapped on this day. 59 years ago from Harris South Lodge and Lake Tahoe after Frank Sr. had paid a ransom of $240,000 in marked bills. Police arrested two ex-classmates of Frank Jr.'s sister. It was discovered that Frank Sinatra Jr. had cooperated with his abductors in their sinister plot. Oh, man. So I don't know if that means he got a little cut of it, but it seems like that christmas dinner would have been awkward am i right yeah true thanks true that's how you get daddy back list. what nothing i'll take your daddy back no that's yeah that's get... what he said no that's what he said <laughs> that's how you that's get... what's gonna be on the record right. <laughs> i'll take your daddy back google time we're supposed to google no, you Google a boogle. A lot of people Googled and boogled. Now the 2022's most searched people, movies and TV shows, songs and more has been released by Google, which is an indication that we are all over 2022. Mm-hmm. So they release it now. Do you have any guess at the number one person that was Googled in 2022, gentlemen? Oh, man. Uh, Kanye? Kanye? This year. Yeah, Kanye, probably Kanye. Not even on the list. Really? Yes. Uh, was um, it uh, Ezra Miller? Ezra, somebody? Ezra was not on the list. No. Uh, At number five was Arizona candidate Carrie Lake. Oh my God! Um, number, number one. Four, oh, what about Zelensky? Zelensky not in there. Number four, Antonio yeah. Brown. Okay, the football player. Uh, I would say number one and number three are related, in the sense of their news story that was googled and boogled. Where's the boogle come from? <laughs> What's this boogle from thing? From the song. There's a song? Co- oh. Honestly. Is there a boogle in there? Cannot yes, it, it's called Google lyrics. My Boogle. Mm. What's that whatever. mean? I don't know. I just, I just YouTube Google song and that's what came up. All right. Not the point of the story. At number three was Amber Heard. Oh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is number one. Number two was Will Smith. Yeah, that makes Um, sense. Johnny Depp makes another list. He was number one as the most Googled actor, as well as Will Smith, Amber Heard, Chris Rock, and Julia Fox for being briefly Kanye's girlfriend and doing the Uncut Jam. Oh, Jam. Uncut Jam. The list of most Googled passings at number five. Which is very interesting, considering it just happened. Aaron Carter. Yeah, but I think probably because he was really young and he you know, kind of had a troubled past. Yeah, but for the whole year, that's that's surprising to me. Yeah, same. Uh, Anne Heche as number four. Number three, Bob Saget. Number two, Queen Elizabeth. And at number one, America's Sweetheart, who died right in the beginning of the year. Betty, Betty White. White. Oh, that's yep. right. That is correct. Um, a lot more. Do you even care to hear the rest of the list? Or do you um, want me to just keep going? Just, just Google, Google it. something juicy. That? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not Googling Here, it, though. I refuse. Here's something juicy for you. Jaws? Finally, some controversy when it comes to Shark Week. 
Shark Week on the Discovery Channel. Aside from the is, controversy of why are we still doing it? Oh, very true. But it's uh, why are we still doing it with so many white people? Oh, black people don't like sharks. No, that is uh, <laughs> false based on the study. Um, Ask them. Okay. <laughs> um, we did have listen. somebody dispatch in and go, this is why we don't swim. Yeah. <laughs> you don't generally see that. This is a common trope, but, you know, I think that this is a testament to them being a little bit more smart about putting themselves in these situations. A shark researcher named Lisa Whitenack, she led a study that looked at a hundred, uh, hundred, sorry, of Shark Week shows from 1988 to 2020, and it found that experts who appeared on those shows were overwhelmingly white men. But not only that, a strangely large number of these white men were named Mike. All right, a lot of Mikes in that world. Too many white guys named Mike. Uh, they say to in fact that there were more white guys named mike on these shows than the total number of women put together between 1988 and 2020 i don't think women like sharks either i mean doesn't that mean there should be a little bit of discrimination sexually not just racially yeah absolutely i mean i think uh, across the board for those things even though they said over 90 percent of the 229 experts featured in uh, 201 Shark Week episodes were white. The study found, and about 78% were men, despite the fact that there are hundreds of people of color interested who work in the field. When the field is more than half women, they feature just a bunch of white dudes named Mike. So, oh, you know, God. Do better, Discovery. Get your, get your woke research out of here. Listen, oh, oh, one please. of my favorite shark movies features prominently a gentleman of African-American oh, descent. Oh, yeah. Deep Blue Sea. That's a good one. The song's good. Too. Two of them. That's right. L.O. Cool J. And Samuel uh, L. Jackson. One of these stars from this movie. What is love? Oh, Night at the Roxbury. That is right. And I'm talking about Chris Catan. Is it Night at the Roxbury or Roxbury? Roxbury. Roxbury. I screwed it up. My bad. My Rox, bad. Roxbury. Uh, Chris Catan is hospitalized after a scary health situation that forced him into emergency surgery which is very bizarre because this um, this condition that he was undergoing was pneumonia. Oh, and I have never heard of pneumonia and surgery coinciding with each other. Yeah, but I have heard a lot of people getting pneumonia in the last couple of months. I think Nick Cannon just, there was a story about he just got pneumonia. Oh, my God. What about his 30 children? All of them have pneumonia. Um, remember last time we talked about Chris, uh, he was being kicked off a plane because... He was snotting so bad <laughs> that he refused to put his mask on. And was then that, he was like... Was that before or after he was in Celebrity Big Brother? I think it was after. Okay. I believe it was after he was on that show. But it, watching him on that show is very interesting. It's very odd. Sources connected to Chris say that he recently came down with a severe case of... Here we go. Streptococcus pneumonia. Mm -hmm. It's an extreme case of pneumonia, and it was rushed to the hospital. From there, he needed emergency surgery. Thankfully, the operation was successful. As long as things continue to go well, Chris will be released from the hospital at the end of the week and can hopefully return to work sometime in the near future. Unfortunately, I had a show lined up for uh, some place in Indiana, it was, uh, which we are told that had to be rescheduled, along with some other upcoming tour dates. So He also wanted to do a sequel for Night at the Roxbury mm -hmm. for many years, but if he keeps snotting and getting emergency surgeries, oh. who knows if that's going to Gross. happen. Uh, how's my time? You got a, you got a couple minutes. How, how many minutes? One, one minute. 
Damn it. Um, okay, Scientologists believe that Kirstie Alley is a freaking superhuman. Well, about that. But she's dead? dead. She is dead, yeah. yeah. But they said um, that she had reached superhuman status, and so they really have no idea why she died of cancer. Now, she had uh, been quietly fighting colon cancer. One report's even saying that she found out about it like days before she died. She was able to have Thanksgiving dinner, and then it went all downhill from there. She was uh, at the Moffitt Cancer Center in Tampa, which is right by the Scientology headquarters in Clearwater. That's true. Now, sources say that Scientology leaders will hold a memorial service for Christy in Clearwater, and they also noted that she made it to the highest level of learning, operating Thetan level what's B, 13, Wow! if I'm doing the math right. Now, she is the third latest high-profile Scientologist to die in recent years, all of which... Re- Got this highest level. We had Kelly Preston, the wife of John Travolta, mm-hmm. died of breast cancer. Grammy award-winning jazz pianist Chick Corea died at 79. Chick Corea died? I didn't even know yep. that. Um, I didn't know he was a Scientologist. What a fan this guy is. And he died of a rare form of cancer. And now, uh, Kirstie Alley. Now, they'll often try to take care of things through auditing, counseling. But it has been pointed out, sometimes people go to the doctor when it's too late and then they have tragic consequences like death. So um, now I think we just continue playing the cover-up game. But best of luck to all the Scientologists that are still trying to level up. Just be sure to go to the doctor in between. Also a superhuman, Elizabeth Taylor, who once took so many pills, a medical expert assumed that she was actually dead. My God. Elizabeth Taylor, the grit and glamour of an icon. It's a new biography, and they have noted that a medical expert who reviewed her files assumed the patient was dead because the dosages were incompatible with life. All that information and so much more available um, in the new biography for Elizabeth Taylor. But uh, she lasted, I mean, quite quite some time with all the pills that she took. It's very um, Michael Jackson-esque mm-hmm. until you all just completely debilitate and uh, die. What a weird note to leave off of. Boop tube. We got uh, Thursday Night Football, baby. The Rams and the Raiders. We got Cribs with Antonio Brown, one of the most Googled, Googled people in 2022. CMA Country Christmas, y'all, on ABC. Superstar Reba McIntyre on ABC as well. And you can catch Steve Martin and Martin Short on Fallon Follow your dreams. Send me on Instagram at Sabrina Amber. I get your tickets for Just Okay this weekend. RealRadio.fm slash Just Okay. And most importantly, stay with me, Merka. Smoke weed every day. Thank you, Sabrina. Back in just a moment. we got a lot more to get to. We're going to go with some behind-the-scenes stuff as we get ready for Just Okay. We're only two days away from that. We've got more attacks on these power grids. There's some weird stuff going on here. We're going to figure out exactly what's happening. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Preparing you for the impending robot uprising. This is the news junkie. You know sometimes you gotta Two days until just okay seven. It's this Saturday. 
December 10th. See, like, just showed the camera's ass in the studio. I think I did. Yeah, it's like letting that I wonder ass how much out of there. it. It's, you always forget what you're doing, then you come back and you look at chat, and chat's like, ah, I just saw C-Lane's ass. Damn it, man. Start going through what you've just done moments before and realize that you showed the world a little too much. It happens from time to time. Uh, Sabrina, what's the update? We got a FedEx package or what? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing isn't at that, all. Well, isn't this the window of, of opportunity or the time that you were expecting it? Yes. Um, I mean... It's, uh, what, 25 more minutes in this window? Yeah. Okay. And I so- swear to God, like, as soon as we're done with commercial, I'm just, like, standing by the window and waiting. I'm going to be, I'm going to scare and startle the FedEx uh, driver for sure. I, I said to Celine, I was like, uh, she's got an anonymous tipster. And uh, I said. Stop it. I said, what if the anonymous tipster is just the greatest porch pirate ever? And just, oh <laughs> just get, takes this and goes running down the street with whatever it is that's supposed to be getting delivered to your house that what did what did they call it uh toxic materials hazardous, hazardous materials yes ha- hazardous material and then as soon as it arrives i'll be able to tell the good people that are listening what exactly this hazardous material is that will be available at just okay seven this well weekend. i am guessing it's going to happen during the show today i think i believe in it <clears throat> i think it's going to show you, up if i'm in the middle of a sentence and i hear that doorbell i will have to i will leave you got a whole ass I will be damned if I don't sign for this package today. Well, I I think that uh, it's important to get it. So uh, if you've got to run away, then uh, do what you got to do. But in the meantime, quick question for everybody. And I, I want to know uh, like if this is something new or not. Because all of a sudden, I'm seeing all these stories about how people are getting sick. The flu is going around. And they're like, RSV is all over the place. Do you remember before this year, anybody... saying anything about rsv not really i don't either i don't remember this and it's not something new it's like a super common virus that people tend to get but i guess because of the pandemic and all like lockdowns and mass mandates and those kind of things we didn't have as bad of an outbreak for a couple of years and it's raging back uh this respiratory syncytial syncytial Respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV. Now you know why they call it RSV. But I don't remember any news stories about this before. Obviously, you've had news stories about the yearly flu, and, and those kind of things are common. But now it's like they're, they've decided to start calling it RSV as if to say like there's something new spinning around out there. Now, Which is great. I know that there is a lot going around because I've seen a bunch of people getting sick in the last couple of months in Knock particular. Knock on wood. We yeah. got a big event, dude. I'm knocking. I'm knocking on all Good. the woods. I, right I had a moment this morning. I'm like, I have a little tickle and I refuse. I don't care if I need to be wheelchaired in. We are playing this show. You know what? I don't know if you guys are like this or not, but I've, I told somebody this one time and they were like, what? What are you talking about? You can't do that. If I'm right about to get sick, like right on the verge of a, about to get sick, I can tell from my body. Like the, the thing that Sabrina said, like get like a little tickle. There's just some, there's something that feels a little off and you're like, Oh, I'm about to get sick. And then the symptoms start after that. And I've had somebody who was like, no, you don't know that you can't tell until you're actually sick. And I'm like, I can always tell. And sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I'll feel that, and then I won't actually get sick. Yeah, it turns out it's anxiety, but I definitely was on the same page as you of what you just said, Sean, and I feel like I was successful in the past until COVID happened. Mm -hmm. And then COVID, I was like, I definitely, the first time I got it, didn't acknowledge the first two days. I was 
I, I couldn't put the two together. Right. That yeah. I had COVID. Yeah, it's, it's interesting how much that switched everything up. And I guess that's causing now people to focus on this RSV. Some of it might be like fear-mongering or whatever, but it is something that can cause pneumonia. And with hearing the stories about these multiple celebrities, at least, who have been in the hospital with pneumonia, it's like, damn, this this thing is uh, flying around out there right now. I just hadn't heard it referred to as RSV prior to this. Maybe you have. Let us know. Send us a dispatch. Go to thenewsjunkie.com to record your first dispatch now. They said uh, over at ABC and Good Morning America, they're deep diving right now into that relationship between the two Good Morning America anchors. And the, I think they're going to be letting Amy Roback come back to work. And not the other one, huh? No, not TJ Holmes, I guess. And the... So they're they're still reviewing this. I don't know. Like, what do you review? Everything seems pretty public to me. Policy, man. Like, you got, I think that's what they're doing. I think they're reading their contracts and their yeah, policies. Because, and now I wonder, maybe Amy had a different uh, ter- like condition on clause. her contract. Didn't have the clause. same clause. That was very holiday esque of you. Uh, uh, had a different Santa Claus than the other dude did. Well, the one thing they said. Did you see this video of the Good Morning America anchor Amy Robach? Who? Oh, with is the, the husband? Solo- um, no, I don't know. Maybe that's a different one that I haven't seen. But the one oh, that I God. saw this morning or 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 yesterday, I'm not sure which one. Amy Robach, who's in the middle of this affair scandal in Good Morning America. She's walking down the sidewalk and the paparazzi's bothering her. And you could just see her face kind of go like, oh, God, here we go again. And she's like, she said something like, it, I, it's over now anyway. Oh. Or she said something to the effect that, like, maybe their affair is done with and they're right. not seeing each other anymore. What about her marriage? Uh, the, the marriage probably. I don't know if a marriage could survive this. So you have to. Uh... Google it, maybe, because it was on TikTok, but it was uh, an interview that, you know, aged poorly. And it was with, who's the guy she's having an affair with? Uh, T.J. Holmes. Yeah, so it's T.J. Holmes, and he starts off, and it's his, like, shot, just like mine, those watching on the stream. And he's like, two of my favorite people in the whole world. And then it pans over to Amy and her husband. And it's clearly during Uh. their the time that their affair was happening and they're talking about how they met each other and it was so serendipitous oh my god all the while and tj's like they're my favorites i love these two so much i'm banging your wife dude could you imagine what good tv it would have been if the husband goes on good morning america and they're supposed to talk about like bacon cookies or something and they're like so do you really enjoy cookies and he's like yes i enjoy it almost as much as you apparently enjoy banging my wife and like to drop a bomb on live TV it's like that? It's very Bravo-esque. They will oh, find jobs on that network for sure. That would be great. I still don't know what the hell they're doing here. But yeah, she said something going down the street like, ah, so it's, it's over anyways. She mumbled something toward the cameras. But uh, I hope they stay together. I think... What, uh, what, the two of them or the them with their yeah. si- like, uh, spouses? Yeah, I think, I think the two of them have to stay together because the spouses are crazy if they don't leave. Yeah. If you were with somebody in this public of an affair blew up and Ooh. all this was happening i think it's, it's hard to stick around it was it reminds me of leanne rhymes and the person that she was with was it was out of an affair uh-huh. and then those two ended up doing like a show together and that failed miserably as well as their affair turned relationship following it so I, I remember you either that do thing. it right 
with like producers behind you and writers or it's going to just light up dumpster fire style. I'm still amazed that they're continuing with this stupid investigation into them, but uh, it's still uh, in the headlines. So there you go. Well, let's see what you got. Let's see if we can get some damn entrance for Dispatch of the Week here. Somebody's going to get the upgrade to two VIP tickets to Just OK 7. Those are in high demand right now, friends. But uh, your dispatches have been falling short. We have a couple contenders. Let's see what we got going on here. Here's Keyed Up. Hold on. We're going to have to get to this in just a moment. I'll get to Keyed Up's dispatch, uh, who says they're rolling to Just OK 7. What's up, news junkies? Hey! Just two more days till Just OK 7. Oh. I can't wait. Unfortunately, I have a diabetic ulcer on the bottom of my foot, so oh. I will be on a knee scooter rolling into the event. Oh, no. But uh, if you want to talk to a teacher, my wife is a teacher. She'll tell you everything that she goes through on a daily basis. Some crazy stuff goes on. Uh, but if you want to find her, just find the guy rolling on a knee scooter. She'll be right next to me. <laughs> All right, I'll keep my or eyes open. she'll be at the bar getting something to drink while I kind of... I can't really drink while I'm on this certain med- meds and stuff. <laughs> well, so. I think I hear them. But I am still excited in. to go. It'll be a lot of fun, and I can't wait. All right, we love you. We appreciate you, and we'll see you rolling around at the events. See you later. Here's Hippie Chick with a dispatch. Hey, Sean. Hey! You're getting sick. Let me give you my recipe for what I call my witch's brew. All right, this is going to work? You want to make a hot toddy? Tea? Honey, lemon juice, and bourbon, and cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper Tastes like in there. crap, huh? but you will sweat what? everything out of your body. It works. Okay. Thanks. I oh. thought she said it tastes like the C word for penis, but she said crap. <laughs> no, it's a crap was what she said. Yeah. No, uh, I, I don't know I, if that's going to work. I mean, a hot toddy is pretty... Hot toddy seems to work. Yeah, Can you make that with white claw? I think Sean would take... I'll take a white claw hot toddy. I'll, I'll be mm, the hot trailblazer. Hot white claw, buddy. <laughs> hot mm, white claw. No. It's not popular. People used to drink hot Dr. Pepper. Gross. Ew, I don't really? even like cold yeah. Dr. Pepper. Yeah, they used to advertise Dr. Pepper during the winter. Like, get yourself a nice piping hot Dr. Pepper. And Ew. they wanted to have it like a warm drink. But that seems like a nightmare now. I do think they work, though. Like hot toddies or like even shots and stuff. If you're starting to feel a little bit in your throat, you like take a Just shot. Just it up. Yeah, it works. I don't know if it's good for you. In fact, I know it's probably not. But but you're not feeling sick, right? No, no, I feel fine. Oh, but you're just... I, I, I've never heard of the hot toddy with the um, cayenne in it. No. No, that seems like it would do more to irritate. Yeah, your... but I mean, cayenne's usually part of uh, a lot of those like cleanse style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, so you poop it out. Things. Yeah. Yeah, and then it seems like it would hurt, too. Oh, my God. Okay, quick break. We'll be back in a moment. We'll get more into uh, what's happening with Brittany Griner, who has been released in a trade for another prisoner, and she's now headed back to the United States. We'll see what's going on and get the latest there. We'll get to these substations that have been attacked, and is this a bigger trend, what's going on? we got jury duty, the greatest story in the world, a lot more behind the scenes for Just OK 7. It's all on the way. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. People... Story time with the three best friends you never knew you had. This is the News Junkie. Oh, Celan, I think you said earlier that those people in North Carolina where their power substations have been attacked look like basically everybody was 
back on, right? Yeah, I think the whole state, I mean, all together, just random kind of uh, Her speakers like outages. Where are your speakers on? Is, um, is only like 1,600 people in the entire state of North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, so they got it back up and running. And they got power back to these people. What a pain in the ass that's been for four days or whatever that those folks have been without power. And they're still investigating to try to see what went on, who shot up this place. Nobody really knows. There's conspiracy theories out there that may turn out to be true, like it was tied to a drag show. But that might be nothing. That might be not true at all. Uh, we got to wait till they come back with the results of whatever investigation they're doing. But it's kind of weird, though, because then you see that there was five electricity substations that were attacked over on the West Coast in Washington and Oregon. They said and there's it, no security footage. There's no, I don't no know, indication with timestamps. Like, I, don't, I don't know about any of these having security footage. We didn't hear. I don't think any of the stories that we talked about from North Carolina, they said anything about video, did they? I, I haven't heard. No. I don't think they did. So that says to me either they have it and they don't want to tell us, or maybe they don't have it at all. I think as as far as the timing goes, I think when that many people lose power, they know what time it happened. I mean, it's it's, yeah. not, it's not like it was it was something like on a video that had like a time code in the in the corner and says, "All right, it was exactly seven o'clock." But everybody else is like, "Hey, uh, power's been out since seven o'clock." Right, I can tell the exact moment. At least five electricity substation attacks in Washington and Oregon in the month of November were reported to the FBI, according to local media. Utility companies Puget Sound Energy, uh, the Cowlitz County Public Utility District, and another one told the Seattle Times they were cooperating with a federal investigation. The FBI is not confirming the rest investigating the attacks. So there must be something going on here. But they said one operation was described as, quote, a deliberate physical attack that took place in Oregon over Thanksgiving. Uh, the news of the attack comes after the situation in North Carolina. So are there people who are attacking power substations right now is this something else that's like wider that's going on some of it is very very strange to me and, and no information is coming out that that really gives me the answers i'm looking for except for one power outage and this is so lake worth to me this story when i saw this i was like oh that's great there's a power outage in lake worth and they said 1431 customers were without power for a while because of this. Any guesses as to what caused the power outage that makes it... It's very Florida. Very, very Florida. Oh, um, a, a gator got in it with right. that was on high on meth. A high on meth gator is Sabrina's guess. Not not as terrible as you might think. I was I mean, I, I was going in the gator direction, too. You go, a gator... I mean, we have been in a situation where power was compromised and it was unable to be fixed because of sharks yes that's true what about some smaller than a gator a little smaller Ooh. south florida specifically oh, iguana that's right yeah they said it was an iguana that ended up getting on top of a transformer and the substation went down as a result of the iguana does that mean it was a fried iguana oh yeah i think that thing was pretty toasted after that they're looking into seeing if they can harden this up and make sure it doesn't happen again. But uh, the iguanas are everywhere down there. And it's such a weird thing. If you are, let's say you're listening in Dallas uh, or Rochester or whatever, you're listening somewhere else, and you go to Fort Lauderdale, Lake Worth, Miami, down anywhere down in South Florida, really, if you've never been there before, you will stop in your tracks because you'll see full-size iguanas just running around outside. They're on the sidewalks. They're they're. It's pretty common, I think, to see them. Oh, it's not absolutely. like rare. 
around this time is when my parents will send a picture to the family group chat and there's a massive iguana inside of like the the one of the structures in our backyard like not without a doubt not uncommon from my recollection for them to be like four or five feet long oh yeah they're big without without a doubt and their tails too they're just like one wrong move and and you could see their claws like you they could really screw you up oh they'll whip but you for the most part they leave you alone yeah they they want to stay away from humans but they they could whip you with that tail they're able to do that and it's the weird thing is it's almost like the How's asian the asian tourists when you go to the theme parks you see them and they'll stop in the tracks and be like oh and the whole family, like this Japanese What do they family, say, Sean? Uh, um, uh, uh, they just say, wow. And they, they gather the whole family around, and they stop, and they're, they're looking. They're not even, they're in like Harry Potter land or something, but this is what they're looking at. And they're looking at like three squirrels that are playing together. Mm-hmm. They've never seen squirrels, and they don't, they're not familiar with this, and so they're amazed by the squirrels. And when you go down into South Florida, if you've not been So they been take there, 78 pictures of them. Yeah, you, you're, you're, if you're, you guys are being a little stereotyping. No, I, this is truthful for wherever you go. So if we are Americans and we go to Australia, we would be walking down the street and see a kangaroo and stop on our tracks. Oh, like, wombats. Honestly, even uh, as an American going up north and seeing sheep, yeah, on the side of the road. I was like, "Oh my god!" But those are real. But the people who live there, they see them every day. They don't care. It doesn't even register to them. They're probably annoyed by them more than anything. And the foreigners or the people from any other place outside of South Florida who go to South Florida, you walk around downtown Fort Lauderdale, you're like, "Oh my god!" There's giant dinosaur dragons everywhere. Until so you get used to them, and mm-hmm. it's just like all of a sudden it's another thing. They're everywhere. We've got a big problem with those things, actually. Uh, and they're taking out power now in Lake Worth, I guess. Uh, a couple. Oh, that's one less invasive iguana. <laughs> that's, that's one at a time. But didn't we? Call, didn't we talk to the guy who was like an iguana hunter extraordinaire? Yeah, he had that special little gun that he had. Yeah, the yeah, kill that kit. cost like ten thousand dollars. And he would get paid to go out and just bag all these iguanas because they wanted to get rid of the things. Uh, before we go to more of your dispatches and get ready to segue into jury duty, the greatest story in the world, and so much more. There's a story out, Ooh, little burpees. and it's a sweet story, but it's also sad. Okay. It's about Hubert and June Malakot. They're both 100 years old. They're both 100? One buck. 100 years old. Yeah. They've been through nearly every stage of life together. Uh, they met each other at church. Hubert and June met each other at church in 1941 in Kentucky. They met in 1941. That's a long time ago right there in Kentucky. And then they said Hubert enlisted in the Navy and continued to stay in touch as he fought abroad. When I saw her, I said, she'll be a good one, Hubert said, at one of their birthdays. They, so romantic. They said they were able to see each other when he was sent home on leave for 13 days Wait, at a time. Wait, he said she'll be a good one that he fought abroad? That's the quote. Uh, that's, it says, when I saw her, I said, she'll be a good one. The young lovebirds were able to see See each other when Hubert was sent home on leave for just 13 days at a time. During his second return home, the sailor proposed to his sweetheart, and the two got married, not knowing if or when he would return. But, of course, he did return. And then they said, after all of these years, they got to 100 years old. They've been together for a very, very long time. Their son, for the record, is 76 years old, which is wild. She fell ill. After hosting a Thanksgiving pizza party for her family, mm. and it was probably the pizza party part that uh, did her in. Regular Thanksgiving, she'd be kicking right now, and everything would be fine. 
but she got sick after that Thanksgiving pizza party. Late that night, the great-grandmother was placed in hospice care to receive end-of-life care, and they said uh, the husband was watching all of this happen, and it was just too much. And within a couple of hours, he died as well. Oh, wow. They said the couple, oh, my God, you ready for this? Brace yourself, friend. Brace yourself. He fell apart, really, Sam said. Seeing June in a state proved too much for Hubert, whose health deteriorated immediately thereafter, leading his family to admit him to hospice as well in the same room where his beloved lay. There, the couple remained unconscious, but holding hands. Okay. Until Hubert passed away peacefully at 9.15. Holding hands or the nurses put their hands together? Says holding hands. I don't know if they did it to just make it look more adorable. And then his wife passed just hours later, they said. I've got to tell you, this, this like, I don't know, phenomenon that we have of old people that have been together for decades dying around the same time uh-huh. as each other, I don't think it's going to be a thing when we're old. No? I think people are learning more and more now what it is to be lonely. Oh, my God. <laughs> Talk about more. You are, you are black-pilled. <laughs> I mean, is it not the case? Like, you don't... Who are you finding that is together with each other for that long anymore? Think, of, think without about... being on an app and trying to get a unicorn. What about in your life? Who of everybody you know, your family and all that, I guess your parents probably, or is it somebody else who's been together in a relationship the longest? Uh, yeah, my, my parents are still together, um, and they've been together for 34 years. That's a long now, time. Or? That's a, that's an extremely and long it's time. Not, it's not 800 with, with that couple you were just talking no, about. That, I mean, that's what, 80 years almost? Good God. Yeah. I think it I is mean, my more grandparents. Air. My grandparents were together 63 years, 63, mm-hmm. 64 maybe, before my grandfather passed away. And I honestly thought they were going to be one of those couples. Yeah. Know? Uh, died like that. She hung on for quite some time. Well, the thing that always comes up to me is back then, and I, I guess this is uh, to Sabrina's black-pilled case here. Um, back I then, make everything so dramatic. Back then, when you were in a relationship it, in the forties, it wasn't easy to meet somebody, much less to if you were divorced, like go find somebody else to be with. You didn't have dating apps, you know. You don't have no. anything. I mean, you weren't really even dating at that point. Like, you, if you found someone and you were courting, I remember when my grandmother, Go for example, was, uh, had met my grandfather, they dated, but it was always uh, with a, um, a chaperone. Mm-hmm. It was the same traditional, like, back and forth with the parents. They couldn't hang out by themselves until they were engaged. And then once she met my grandfather, like, that was it. I mean, yeah. once you met your partner back in the 40s, that that was the person you were going to marry. Well, and you know what? The other thing is... because divorce was a sin. Yes. The other thing is there was so much shame at that time about getting divorced, which divorce is so commonplace now. I think there's a lot less shame that's attached to it, which is, I mean, that's probably a good thing. But it's just weird. I, you're right. It's it's going to be more rare to see people who are in those lifetime relationships. And w- w- just when you look around you, you do see a lot of times where this goes wrong. But in this case, it went right for him for a long time until uh, that Thanksgiving pizza party. Oh. That's God. 
That Thanks did him a lot, in. pizza. Yeah, blame the pizza. Thanksgiving pizza party was the end of all of it for him, and hopefully there's other great people out there listening in a long-term loving relationship like that. I always think about the, the couple. Oh, my God. I found it both the corniest thing in the world and the most adorable thing in the world. That old couple, that they go to the theme parks a lot and stuff, and they dress the same every day. They dress just like each other every day. <laughs> Matching outfits every day. Somebody doesn't like them. <laughs> they're like in their 90s. It's just like, okay, we got it. <laughs> and they're so adorable. They like go around together. They spend every second together, and they got little matching outfits every day. And that's kind of their gimmick. But um, I don't know. You know, soon they'll have their Thanksgiving pizza party, too. And then <laughs> for the pastors. It's a good way to call it. We got uh, jury duty coming up next. And we'll see if there's any updates in that Idaho murder mystery. We've also got the greatest story in the world. Before we send this show to a Thanksgiving pizza party. That's right. The whole damn thing <laughs> is off in that direction before you know it. That's coming up next on the News Junkie. Send us a dispatch and join the ranks of the great five percenters. It's the News Junkie. Oh, man. Well, now, Sabrina got her FedEx package, I guess. And she's, she's heading back over here to my place and... I just I hope nothing happens to her on the way here because of the story and everything and the, the AI story earlier. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so hopefully she gets look your, both ways, Sabrina. Yeah, you do not get upset about anything and and lose track of what's going on and get hit by a car like the AI generated story said would happen to you. We'd uh, rather you not die on the way over here. So pay attention, both hands on the steering wheel, all of that good stuff. Uh, last... I thought you were saying because of the hazardous materials that are in her car. Now. Oh, that too, probably. Yeah, I still don't know what it is. It's, uh, I think she said it's something for um, the pop-up shop over at Just OK Seven. Sweet, sweet. And there's going to be all kinds of special merch that you can get there, like this uh, hat, for example. There's a very, very few of them. So make sure if you're general admission, you run over to the pop-up shop and get yours. They'll have these special Just OK 7 magnets that will be available as well. Uh, the water bottle, I don't know if I have it in here anymore, but it, it came out so It's outside. Awesome. I saw it on the table over there. It looks really good. It's like very, very high-quality, well-made stuff. Um, and all of it is exclusive to the event. Plus, we're busting over the, open the archives, which we don't do much. We tend to, once a year or so, have an event where we'll take stuff out that we had as extras or whatever from particular designs. And that's what we're going to be doing for Just OK 7. So you'll find some designs if you miss them. But they're going to be more expensive now because they're rarer. Yeah, they're $90 a piece. Uh -huh. So, mm. no, everything's going no, to be everything's garage sale yeah, stuff. Everything's going to be a good deal, a very, very good deal. Especially if you're over there going, well, look at all the fees they're putting on these tickets. The merch, the shirts are going to be like 20 bucks or something. Mm. Okay, it's not expensive. It's, it's cheaper than stuff normally is. So if you wanted to get something like that, it's not going to be one of those things where you go to a, a band's concert and then you want the concert shirt and they're $90 or something. What was the one that you got with your mom? Wasn't there an expensive one? Yeah, we went to the uh, to uh, Paul McCartney. I almost said the Beatles. We uh, went to see the Beatles. One of the Beatles. We went to the Beatles. We, we went to a Beatle. And uh, we, I think we dropped at least 100 bucks in shirts, just two shirts. As soon as we got there. Yeah, that's expensive. And I mean, when I say at least, I was probably like 120, 130 mm -hmm. with, uh, cause I, you know, I got like, I, we both got different designs, but 
I mean, mine was like double X or something, so it was probably more. Right. Stuff yeah. like that. All, all those concert shirts got to be way more money. And by the way, folks, the, the secret on that, the, the secret is it's all tied into the same stuff. People yell at Ticketmaster, and Ticketmaster should be yelled at, as should all these other ticket processing companies out there that are really just stealing people's money, and it's it's a stupid monopoly. But know that the venues are to blame in a lot of these situations, too, and they escape any and all criticism. They get some of those fees, too, sometimes a big amount of that. They let Ticketmaster take the hit for it, and they also take a big chunk of bands' merch, sometimes 25 to 50% of the merch that's sold by bands at these venues. So what happens to the cost of the merch? Goes up to double or whatever mm. so that the band can make more money. You go, why is a shirt $80? Well, it's $80 because it would have been $40, but the venues demand that the bands give them a cut of the merch that's sold on site, and nobody ever knows about this. It's a little tip from uh, me to you. But uh, Uncle Sean, <laughs> go get your tickets. Go to realradio.fm slash just okay while you can. Let's work in maybe one or two dispatches before we get into jury duty. Here's Momanji the Realtor with the dispatch. Hey guys, I hope you guys are doing well. Hey. Um, when it comes to teachers, you guys already have a teacher on the show that calls himself vodka bottle water teacher. That's true. He literally drinks vodka for a living. He can't handle these kids. But anyways, and when it comes to this um, uh, VIP tickets, if I already have VIP tickets and I win this dispatch of the week thing, do I get super VIP? Yes. Just yeah. curious. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. You will be the only super VIP ticket mm-hmm. holder if you get booted up and you already have VIP. But well, you um, didn't say anything funny. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just lower the boom on the guy, man. I love Mo Manji. I do, too. Uh, here is Unexplained Bacon chiming in. Sean, what do you mean you're never going to write another Fogo commercial? You don't write them to begin with. I used to sit and listen to your sincere commercials about your and Courtney's date. You ordered this. She ordered that. The full Churrasco experience. Mm-hmm. Until I was in Jacksonville and the DJ up there on the radio station, word for word, read that same commercial. <laughs> Hey, hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, buddy, from me to you. If that DJ read word for word what my Fogo spot was, then he just saw mine in the system somewhere uh-huh. and copied down my script. Because trust me, C-Lane has to sit here as I perfectly try to time things out and make it so everything's exactly as they want it because they are very particular. Please don't get me started. I'm going to get in trouble if I say too much more. Okay, uh, that's enough of those for now because it's going to trigger me. Let me go over here in the meantime and let's get the do... guy all worked up. <laughs> don't don't get me on the Fogo thing, man. Come on, don't, don't get me on it. Let's do jury duty. Court is now in session. So put your phone down and pay attention before we call the bailiff over to whip your ass. You're now on jury duty with the news junkie. Jury duty brought to you by the one, the only Mo Dewitt of the Dewitt Law Firm. Injured on the go? Just call Mo. All you have to do is remember justcallmo.com or 866-CALL-MO. And do not feel bad after an accident. Reaching out to an attorney is not only not a bad thing, it's a good thing. It's the smart thing for you to do for yourself, your family, and your future. So just remember, 866-CALL-MO. After an accident, 866-CALL-MO, and you'll be in good hands. This uh, I saw this, and I was like, uh, that's the most professional way to state what just happened there. A Michigan man is suspected of carrying out an anti-Semitic attack that happened last week. And they brought him into the courtroom to kind of book him in and go through all the first uh, appearance stuff. 35-year-old Hassan Choker of Dearborn, Michigan, 
was charged with two counts of ethnic intimidation after police I've said, never heard of that before. I haven't either. Right before this, I hadn't heard of that charge. But ethnic intimidation after he showed up Friday morning outside the Temple Beth L preschool and synagogue and started hurling anti-Semitic and racist slurs at a group of kids, parents, and security staff. Nice guy. At the preschool. Yeah, Whoa! Nice, nice dude. How did you get out of the computer? Uh, what? He- <laughs> I was here the whole time. You got your FedEx package? Yeah, dude. Oh, good. I got it. Did the person uh, know who you were? Or? Uh, they seemed upset, so they probably got 12 calls from <laughs> their a, manager. From the anonymous person. He was arrested, this guy. was not the FedEx guy, just for the record. No, they, nice guy, FedEx guy. They said this will not be tolerated. So he shows up for his arrange, arraignment by a, by a video link, and he found out his bail was going to be $1 million, and this guy gets pissed. He gets heated, right? They said he began screaming and cursing at the judge, saying that this was a violation of his free speech. He said, remember, the way you're judging me, God will judge you the same way. And Jews. then uh, as they were kind of talking about what he was doing, you know, the judge is like, uh, the defendant is doing this, the defendant is doing that. And the judge says, and now he has removed his pants to show the court his backside <laughs> because the guy he did not he pull mooned, the ceiling. Yeah, he, he mooned them all. And they said, whoa, there was no crack in that picture. Uh, yeah, no, but did you not you break did, a window with your butt? You did do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very, very true. Sorry, uh, that's and, not the only time I've showed anybody my butt. Too, oh so. no, he's, it's, it's a cute butt. He's quick to whip it out. He's uh, you whip out your butt. I sound a lot more confidently, Sean. <laughs> Don't and, get me started. A twelve-year-old boy has been charged with murder for a hit-and-run crash that killed an eighty-two-year-old woman in Dallas last oh. month. 12 years old, this kid. He was driving a 2005 Toyota Avalon. He ran a stop sign and slams into this poor woman's car. They get out of the car and they haul ass. They leave behind a 13-year-old girl who was pinned inside the car after the accident. Jesus. And so they, they, they chase him down, and they said a 12-year-old cannot be tried as an adult, but... They're going to go after him as they, uh, yes, much as they, they can. can. Uh, the, under Texas law, it says suspects 14 to 17 years old who are charged with capital murder or first degree felony can be certified to be tried as an adult. But according to Texas Family Code, the 12 year old cannot be tried as an adult. So the, the other ones in the car will get in trouble because they were a bit older, um, which maybe is why sometimes these people, these younger kids, they try this stuff because they know, yeah, you know, I, I won't even go to jail for this. A 12 year old kid would be out just doing it again. When we come back, the greatest story in the world, man, humdinger filled. Don't miss this one. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. On the bright side, we're not dead yet. You're listening to the News Junkie. story in the world in just a moment we're getting everything ready because we're just two days away from just okay seven get your tickets they're 45 dollars plus all the fees and processing over at realradio.fm slash just okay for the big night you'll have your tickets in hand uh, in the $45 on our side, by the way, $5 of that is going directly to charity. And we're going to tell you more about that charity probably tomorrow on the show. It's a great one. It's really, really going to help out a lot for these kids. So as you buy that ticket, just know the money's headed in uh, the right direction. Um, whatever the number it says on the website, that's the add-on taxes and, 
they, they have to add on all that stuff. I wish they gave you the breakdown and showed you, but that's not the way it's set up right now. So just know that's how much the if uh, only. yeah that's that's how much they are. Uh, realradio.fm slash just okay is where you can go for that. Uh, and I think you're both out of your mind, but I guess we'll do this. Uh, we are doing the pop up shop at uh, just okay this Saturday, and we're talking about like you know how much we charge for this and. We've got. Sean was saying what, a hundred dollars no, per I, shirt. I said twenty dollars. Like, Come on, dude. And I, I literally just made that up while we were talking about it on the air. I was like, well, I was charged twenty dollars for the shirt, and it's all stuff from the archives. There's like going back five or six designs, maybe even further than that. There's some older stuff uh, in the the archives that we're going to bring out and, and get rid of at this event. And of course, we'll have the exclusive magnets for the event that'll come along with that. And I was like, let's do 20 bucks. And you see it at the ring. like, let's just do $10. I'm like, okay. The vault. We're working backwards here. We're, we're heading in the wrong okay, direction. Don't make us like, we were just trying well, to look out for everybody. We'll do, we're going to do $10 for the shirts from the vault and $20 for the hoodies from the vault. Seems like a, like a good deal. That's pretty good. That's a pretty yeah. damn good deal. And, and they uh, all come with magnets. They all come with magnets. They're limited sizes because it's just the extra stuff that right. we actually have had over the last several years. Uh, so you don't, you know, I mean, if you have a size, we're going to have to like figure out what we got and what we're going to have all the inventory ready to go. But if you want to bring cash with you, there is an ATM there uh, for the record. But mm-hmm. if you want to bring cash with you, we're going to make it easy. So the shirts from the vault will be 10 bucks and the hoodies will be 20 bucks. Um, you can get them whenever you want when, sure. you, when you get to the venue. But there's limited okay. amounts. And we do. I mean, and we do have a credit card system. Should you yeah. have cash yeah we've got we've got credit cards uh set up to take we've got the new stuff made just for the event like the water bottle the just okay seven water bottle this check thing that is bad boy out super you still super have water alcohol. in it don't you i do yes yeah are I, you gonna is that one not gonna be on sale then uh, or this, is that going with the greasy hat this one i'm gonna keep this this one i'm gonna keep and perhaps i'll keep this hat over here too since i put it on my head already and i've lessened the value of it but all the other ones will be there. I don't know. Some people might, you know, want that hat. Someone wants to smell that so they can... for sure. The smell? Yeah. It doesn't smell too bad yet. There's a little whiff of something in there, though. That's disgusting. It's like a little, like like it's been worn, you know? That's it's like just a little bit of lived-in scent to it all. Sure. So we got that going on for this Saturday at Just OK 7. Also, there's a little bit of a problem that we're going to have to work through here. Want to because, do it on the air, the problem? Yeah, we might as well. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, I forgot about your thing, too. We've got, we got two issues. Uh, two things to talk about. It's not about. an issue, <laughs> man. I asked you not I, to make I, it a bad selling point. I'm backing point. off of the issue. I'm, go- I'm going. It's not an issue. I'm talking about something different. Celine wasn't even here for the thing no, I asked you not to no. do. He doesn't know what's going on. But uh, Austin, who's going to be there helping us out. Austin! Austin! The day of the event, he's going to be there helping us out. He's doing a bunch of special effects and stuff to... Uh, add to the Savvy's Little Helpers performance and some yeah. other things. Special effects we needed um, a lot of green lights for. Uh, he's got he's got the bells and the whistles, and uh, that's going to make things a little bit more exciting at the event. Event, but he was talking to me, and he's like, "Hey, if you guys want to do Country Road Taze Me Home, which was this idea that we had, we were all going to go up there on the stage, all of us with guitars, and we were going to play John Denver's Country Road Take Me Home, and then the crowd uh, working with a special guest." would determine which one of us gets tased during the song. And he's letting me know, like, hey, you got, you got to watch. If you're getting tased, you don't want to have, like, an instrument, I guess, that's plugged in. Right. Wait, what? I thought yeah. it was just not be up in, on, on the microphone. And so 
how are we going to do this? If we're going to sing, all three of us were play, playing guitars. We have to say, I, I wanted to play guitar. I do want to. I got new strings on my guitar just for this. I had, I, I waxed my guitar. I've been hurting my fingers for the last two days I practicing know. Isn't this that song. Something? Getting those calluses back. Well, I had no calluses. <laughs> I haven't played the guitar in years, and I'm like trying to push down the strings. They're ripping my fingers apart. But we we do have to figure out the logistics of this because he's like, hey. You don't want any kind of uh, electricity moving through the system or something. I don't know how it works, but it's like if you if there's a storm and you're performing by a microphone or there's like any kind of open electricity, I think you could get jolted or something. Okay, so we got it covered. So instead of <laughs> well, you, you can't just say that and manifest it. No, I manifest. Of course, you can manifest it. Manifest it sounded, is the word of the year. It sounded very, very confident, but there was no okay. answer as to how we got to make sure that, much like we do on the show, we're uh -huh. not talking up in this. We're not putting our lips on. So we had to make sure we're using the connected microphones with a little space in between. But if we're too close to the microphone, can't is no, the electricity going to jump out of our mouths? No, I don't think it's going to arc like that. No, no. I think now, he was also concerned the, about the, the the guitar being plugged in. Okay. In that case, we have the we'll have to have a microphone for the guitar instead of it plugged into the acoustic electrics that we all have. All I'm saying is we need to do a safety check on Which this. Which is going to be a big problem because mine is not really an acoustic guitar as much as it is an electric guitar. Uh, oh, yours is an electric guitar? It's so cool. You want to see it? No. Okay. <laughs> well, go F yourself then. Yeah, let me see it. Let me see it. Well, it's just, is this new? When did you get no, to it? No, I've had it. I, I just got it re like you know. Oh, you brought it on. in to like get all tuned up and stuff, and you know get them to uh, refurb things a little bit. Yeah. All right, she's opening up. I, I thought we were all doing like good old fashioned acoustic guitar dealing. Good old fashioned. But it's not an acoustic guitar. Oh, that looks on the top like it's an acoustic guitar. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I mean, it's an electric guitar, but it's a hollow. It'll body. come out through here. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much it'll come out through there. Not Is much. it loud when you play it? Yeah, we'll make the best of it. Sea <laughs> Lane does not Sea really going to have to carry us as far as acoustic <laughs> yeah. goes. Yeah, or yeah. I'll get shocked and die. I don't know. But I've been coming in here, and I sat down on the couch. I was like, Courtney, will you do me a favor? Come into the studio. And she, she comes in the studio. She sits down uh, next to where Sea Lane sits on the couch. And I was like, I'm going to play uh, this country road song. Tell me if it sounds as bad as, as I think it sounds right now. Did you sing? Uh, I, no, I didn't sing along with it. This song's not very hard to sing. I'm not worried about that all that much. So you just didn't want to sing to Courtney? Uh, I've sang to Courtney before. You realize you're going to sing in front of hundreds of people, right? I Do you guys think I'm nervous about singing in front of people? I'm more nervous I'm about, nervous the about singing in front of people. Oh, that's an easy song to sing. If it were something difficult, I'd be like, oh, boy. Country roads. Yeah, so you got it. You're under control. So I play the guitar for her. He's and, not going to sing. With yes, I am. I swear I to God. I bet you Sean's going to back out of it last minute. I will not. Why do you think that? What because what you do stuff like that. What name? One thing I've backed out of at the last second. Cannonball. Oh, I didn't back out of that because I was scared to do it. I backed out of it because it didn't work, and it was a colossal <laughs> failure. So I had no choice. What was the cannonball? When I got shot by the cannonball on the stage, the little miniature cannonball uh. thing that uh, Austin lights the fuse and nothing comes out of it. So, <laughs> ta-da! <laughs> I don't have anything else I can do. <laughs> I've come to the end of my performance, friends. So you, know, you want me to just uh, start... Freestyle mm. rapping up here or something? Yes. I, I don't, absolutely. That I can't do. So Courtney comes in and she sits on the couch and I, I start strumming and I start playing the song. And my, I strum like a monkey just got a guitar for oh. the first time. <laughs> like I, I could tell, because I, I used to be able to play guitar decently. I was never like the best guitar player, but obviously being up, in a band, 
you you know how to play the guitar. You're performing out there and stuff. I know what I'm doing, but I haven't done it in so long. So I played it, and uh, Dan Courtney was like, oh, that was so good. Aww. And I was like, oh, she she's know. so supportive. She doesn't know what bad is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Well, now we're going to have to have her sit on the couch when the three of us practice after the show. Mm. And see what she thinks. Uh, I I I think that she's gotten enough of me playing this guitar. I know, but we have to have one person's opinion. <laughs> I think there's a reason this public trip has taken so long. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, she's actually just been doing circles around the block. Uh, if I stay out there long enough, uh, I'll be able to stay away from it entirely. But she was like, "Oh, that's so good." And I'm in my head when I got to the end, I was like, "That was a catastrophe." I, I strong. We'll get it. Ceiling is going to carry us. Yeah, that'd be nice. And yeah. plus, the biggest thing is that our special guest is going to make sure the audience is happy by watching us in pain yeah that that's what people enjoy for some reason i, I brought this why. idea up to a couple you know friends and the you know my bandmates and savvy's little helpers and they're like you know you got to make sure that it's not taking you out like on, on the ground like mm-hmm. lower the voltage and i was like yeah no of course we are because we're not gonna do voltage that'll take us out to the ground just kind of um just kind of like we gotta go all the way up don't we no, that, not all oh, the way up. God. Not all the way. Then the song, we won't get through the song. Well, I think that's kind of the point, isn't it? That we're going to be tased as I we're trying to I thought it would sing. just be more of like a, uh, like ah. Like a little zap? Well, 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 what if we ask the audience? Should it be on weak no, power? Let's not ask the Then they would want us to be murdered on stage. <laughs> Imagine how boring our audience would be. If like, yes, weak power. We, we're really more interested as uh, John Denver fans. We just want to hear the song. No, I'm not saying we're going to... We're not going to tell them the voltage. I'm just saying that it Well, it you know they can hear able, this, right? <laughs> this is not a... a you do this all the time. I'm just saying in the sense of it shouldn't make us pass out on the ground. Like right. Like Peter Griffin would. Well, you still have to perform after that. Also, great point. Yeah, so we're going to need to make sure that uh, you survive. There's a lot of moving in that. Maybe we'll have them turn it all the way up just for sea lanes, and then... I thought you wanted to be carried. I want you to carry us and get tased the most. No, you no. kind of like the tasing though. You were, you're into it. Says who? I've oh never my been god, into it, buddy. We've seen you get tased before. No, yeah, and you were just tasing that was yourself. A dog collar. You, you're the one who has the taser still. Yeah, it's, it barely works. It's pubes yeah, all over it. How is it that it ran out of its charge? Is it you were using it regularly oh, for sexual gratification? No, uh, it was. You right, guys- it was sitting on top of my fridge for. Th- Two to three years. As someone who's in a band, <laughs> right. this is not good talk. We need to be bonding because it's us against them. Is, Remember, the audience is going to be ones cheering. Who determine. Yeah, but if the audience is going to determine who gets shocked, they're just going to want me to get shocked the whole time. I mean, that's a yeah, that's a point. Audience, wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be so much more fun, guys, if uh, if Sabrina got tased the whole time? Then we'll we'll see if she can make it through Savvy's Little Helper's performance. This sounds like a good 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 thing, Think right? Think of every time Sean has ever cut one of your dispatches short. Ooh, oh my god! Great point. Okay, Sealy. think of every time Sabrina pay, played the tuba to stop one of the dispatches Ooh. before I was even doing it. Think of every time, yeah, Sue Lane did stuff. Sat here and said nothing because I liked every every <laughs> second of it. No, you didn't, you liar! You know what Sue Lane does, folks? He makes up the break? rhymes about your dispatches. Every break, he's talking crap about some listener. Not, like, oh, not at all. God, is so and so still doing that thing? Oh, oh my god! Don't let them in the party. Yeah, it's always something. He hates you guys so much. So once again, let's all just bond together for country roads. Yeah. And um, and it's going to be up to our special guests on how that's all divided. Well, that's going to be funny. You don't want to miss it. Get your tickets. Realradio.fm slash just okay. Yes. Uh, why yes. did you aggressively shake that? Because you forgot to mention I'm, it. I'm segueing over to it. I no, was going to go. it's time to go to commercial break. 
You want to talk about what you got? Use your FedEx delivery that was explosive that you had to wait for today. I know. Um, and trust me, it was a whole thing. But I'd rather... Are you going to show people what's in there? Yeah, I would or like to show it? people right. what's in there, but... Take a quick break? Yeah, because I know that your reactions are not going to be... You know, I need time for this. All right. I need time to explain. I, I already know what one of the things looks like, and it looks really cool. Thank I, you. I, the, all right, we'll, we'll see. There's there's something about this that is... is Going to be discussed. Realradio.fm <laughs> slash just okay. All right, we'll be back in just a moment. That's coming up next on That's the news. Best though, for sure. Filling you in on the shocking details. Just try not to pass out. This is the news junkie. From Just Okay 7. I haven't done this in two years. We'll have to see if we can remember how. I don't think that we won't forget. Well, no. we, we, got a, we got a manager. You know, we got an event manager and somebody who's going to help us out to keep things rolling. Great venue that knows what they're doing. Yeah, we got we got everything, I think, in order. But I don't know. This is why I always get to this part and then day of. Like we were talking to Tom and Dan the other day. You you show up at the event and the next thing you know it's over because mm-hmm. you're constantly getting pulled in like oh this person did this what oh this is late oh that we got to get this can we send somebody out right now to rush get this for this oh please don't show testicles oh my god yeah there's always so much like stuff that you have to do to make the machine keep going and uh, it's worth it in the end but I want to make sure that everybody who's who's listening to me right now. Uh, understands that if you've never been to this event, it's kind of hard to describe to you. I always find that hard because people will say, well, is it a concert? It's like kind of it's a concert. There's going to be four bands that are playing, and uh, Juvenile is going to close out the party with a a set, and we're going to have some fun with that. Um, But it's not really just a concert. There's also lots of performers going around. You see magicians moving through the crowd, and not like corny-ass magicians, like like the real deal, like some really mind-blowing stuff going on. You're going to have all kinds of performers that you've never seen before in your life. Uh, you got the, the everyday stuff like stilt walkers and then different things that are going to, to blow your mind a little bit. So it is hard to describe what Just Okay is. And the name of it in and of itself, we're now stuck in that rut where... It's like the event sounds like it's not a good time because the name is just okay. But maybe we're setting expectations low and then delivering high. And if you've never been, just know that that's what it is. It's a well-rounded experience. It's music. It's all kinds of shocking and fun things to happen. And you're going to have a a great time and meet some new people. What we do usually, and you don't have to participate in all of this stuff, but we put these hello, my name is tags out front. And for our People who participate with dispatches or the folks who are listening right now on YouTube chat or on Twitch or on Facebook or on Discord, you guys all know each other by now. You hang out with each other every single day and you you chat and you you know about each other's pets and your families and your dramas and it's going to be cool to to meet those other people. It's nice to see the person with the name tag like, ah, you're Slabadabba, you know, like whatever. You've, you've met this person physically for the first time. and His uh, name tag's definitely going to say Mod God on it. Yeah, I, I would imagine he goes in that direction. 
Uh, somebody says it's juvenile local. No, he's coming up from New. Is he coming up from New Orleans or Miami? Oh, uh, uh, great question. I do not know. Yeah, I forgot to. Yeah, he's, he's coming up from. Somewhere. We didn't book his travel. So right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Despite what uh, some of you think, it was not cheap. It's not cheap to get a performer like that right now. It's very, very expensive in the tens of thousands of dollars, uh, and well into them to to get a performer like this. And it's about more than just juvenile. It's about more than just the concert side of it. Uh, one of the big things, the the cornerstones of the show is uh, Savvy's Little Helpers and the performance there. So that's going to be fun. And if you've never seen that before, that alone is is worth the price of admission. So we keep uh, the fact that we keep blowing Celine and Sean's minds says a lot about it. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's just a fun show. I like a fun show, and that's what it is. And it's impossible to just like lean against the wall and be like, okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. I'll just finish this drink and we'll get out of here. And then afterwards, of course, we're going to have a bunch of food trucks out there, even a dessert food truck in the parking lot, so people can kind of get to know each other, mingle a little bit, talk after the show, uh, and then we'll all move along and go on our merry way. But we were talking about some and of then, the... goblin mode. Yeah, <laughs> full-on goblin mode next Can't week. Wait. You want to see how goblin mode, goblin mode can get... Just wait. <laughs> just take it in. Best of city. I'll be doing the show with my feet up on the, the table in front of me, like not even close to the microphone. No. Just, Who we'll, needs it? We'll, we'll read our contracts again and see what is the bare minimum. <laughs> what we we got to read the legal ID? All right, fine. Goblin mode. That's what's happening next week. So of this um, exclusive merchandise, one thing that we showed you, I don't know, like a week and a half ago or something. Let me find this over here was uh, these rolling papers That's that right. uh, Sabrina made for Sabby's Little Helpers. And it says, say it with me on it. It's got yeah. a little character. You get it? Character. You know? Does it say, say it with me, America? Yeah, yeah. You smoke weed every day? It's a cool design. I like the it. The alien smoking yeah, Toss weed. it over to me. Yeah, all right. Don't drop it. Don't toss hard. Don't drop toss it. Toss hard. No, more of a Frisbee, dude, because more it's paper. More Frisbee than throw? Yeah. Okay, don't more. drop it. Ready? Nice. nice. We nailed Sports that. Athletes. Nailed that uh -huh. right into his hands. But yes, my uh, initial idea... <laughs> So the first thing was... The we got excited for uh, something that wasn't that big of a deal. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, but I had fun. That's radio Okay, for you. what do you got? Um, well, okay, so my idea was, and yeah. it's already happening, so it will be available at Just Okay 7 this Saturday. Get your tickets now, realradio.fm slash just okay, is Sabby's Little Smoking Bundle. Okay. Now, if you're not a smoker, your loved ones or your friends are. Right? Somebody is. So we have the Savvy's Little Helpers rolling papers. And then there's only a limited amount of these bundles here. And I got the bags for it. Um, and it comes with the following. So we have the papers. No, I haven't seen any of this. I've only you have seen not, the because everything just came in the hazardous materials also in here. Was this was this like shipped from far away? or I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> it was right. such a mess. Is this going to blow up in the studio? No, it's not going to blow up. No, it's you, you'll understand why it's considered hazardous. But it, it'll come with two... Rolling papers. Oh, that's nice. Two sets of rolling that's papers. a pretty good start already. We also have Savvy's little lighter here. All right. There we go. Okay. Oh, it's also a bottle opener. Let me see. Is that the same design? As no, a... no. This has praying hands and then a cool little oh. gothic. Whoops. There we go. See, should I throw this to you too? Yeah, throw Maybe, it to you. Maybe, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's got a bottle opener on it. Yeah. Okay. It's perfect. Here it goes. Ready? Oh. Okay. oh two in a row is too much. To Minus ask. one sport point. Wow. So yeah, that uh, that's also going to be part of Savvy's little uh, smoking bundle. If anyone has a better, well, that's cool. Name I like the lighter. That's awesome. And then it comes with an ashtray as well. All right, right here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
It's it's a normal size ashtray. It's a normal size ashtray. Yeah, absolutely. See. Yeah, this is good. It's just um <clears throat> Oh, the design. <laughs> well, you, the ash is gonna be around it. I, I'll throw it over there, Celine, so you can see it. Don't drop this one. You're gonna right? have to zoom in. Ready? Oh. Got it. Nice work. Nice work. Wow. It's just like a little stamp of Rooney in there. <laughs> <laughs> It looks cool, though. You can see Sabby. Yeah, it's the Sabby's Little Helpers logo. Listen, the... I emailed them. And I'm like, can you make the logo bigger? And they're like, no, we cannot do that. I'm th- like, fine, <laughs> just send it. <laughs> That's what they sounded like on the phone. <laughs> All right, I'm not saying they didn't. But yeah, the Sabby's Little Smoking Bundle will be, it'll come with one of uh, the infamous prom pictures as oh, well. Buy uh, it just for that. Don't be sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> I think the rest These of the stuff is good. This is a popular thing here how uh, we determine the word popular uh people keep asking about it who's asking you about the problem the 200 other stickers i gave out when i failed my first run of it okay good i, I want i wish you all the success with so, the, yeah the that's going to be available as well uh the the bundle itself will be limited because there's only a certain amount of i believe the ashtrays but um uh everything else like it'll be at the pop-up I like shop, that so. lighter is really nice actually yeah, yeah it's These great cool. stuff that so that's why it's hazardous they would oh because of the and my the you know, super secret uh you know delivery friend was telling me that they won't even let a neighbor sign off for it because it's explosive so they know that there's something in that package that has like you know, the butane or whatever in it right and they make sure that you have to sign for the thing yeah, but a perfect uh, stuffing, a stuffing stalker. Yeah, you put it right in your stuffing. <laughs> uh, I think it's great. Thank I think you so it, much. I think it came out fantastic. I appreciate it. We've got it. a bunch of stuff that's going to be available at the pop-up shop, but to even get at any of this, you're going to have to make sure you're out there. Realradio.fm slash JustOK. John on YouTube says, how long is JustOK? Because I work until 8 that night, but maybe I'll come oh, later. Perfect timing. If it goes on till late. Yeah, I, I think like 8 is when it's like starting. You know, The doors open uh, 7.30, I believe. VIP is 6.30. 7.30 for regular doors. If all goes according to plan, show should start at 8 o'clock. Yeah, so you're not missing anything, really. No. And then it'll go on until... Oh, Depends on the timeline, but well into the night. Well, Christina on Twitch says, Will VIP have access to the merch area before other people? I imagine this bundle will be a limited quantity, and I need two, she said. She's she's already in for two of these Let's go. I'll write your name down. Uh, I'll tell you this. um, A lot of the stuff that is at the pop-up shop is actually in your VIP bag, uh, not the smoking kit. But a lot of the other stuff is actually in your VIP bag. So most of the stuff you'll already have, but the... The older stuff from the archives, this uh, Sabby's Little Helper smoking kit, all that stuff, the VIP people are going to get access to it, but we'll have enough. Everybody will be able to to get these things. And um, maybe we'll like limit how much we give the VIP. I don't want VIP to be able to gobble up everything. That's, that's, I don't think that's good. Maybe we should just leave the pop-up shop until general admission. Huh? Do you understand what I'm saying here? Because I, I, if VIP went in there, people are already pissed that they didn't get VIP, but they're excited that they could buy some of the stuff for general admission. We'll we'll open the pop up shop with general admission at seven thirty just to keep things as fair as possible. But if you're already in there, you're at the front of the line. I mean, come on, you're good to go. And you, you get your uh, two savvy little helpers smoke kits and then uh, be on your way. And I we're it's super high when you leave the venue. Yeah, we're not gonna follow up with you to see what you did with all this stuff no, that was inside. No, of it. that it's, wouldn't be prudent. It's on you as an adult to make those decisions. Or right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment with the final dispatches, the stories that didn't make the cut, 
And today I learned to wrap everything up for a Thursday. That's coming up next on the News Junkie. No one's really sure what all C-Lane's buttons actually do. This is the News Junkie. Final dispatches. Stories that didn't make the cut. And today I learned to wrap everything up for a Thursday. Patrick on YouTube says, have you always done the show from your house? I'm sort of a new listener. Oh, wow, um, Patrick. No, no. Uh, did the show from the studio and different studios within the iHeart building for years and years and years. And then when all the, the pandemic stuff started, I remember the first day we did the show in here and it was so weird. Very <laughs> weird. Very. Like, are there people listening to this Hello? right now? Is it working? Yeah, like, uh, all right. And, and then my commute went from 20 to 30 minutes to three minutes. Yeah, everybody lives pretty close, so that makes things easier. There's, like, good things and bad things. The good things about doing the show from here is now it's hard to do the show from from the station because there's so many things specific to this studio that help out with what we need to do, and it's more complicated to try to pull that off at, at iHeart. But the other thing is we don't get to run into the other shows. We don't get to see people as much as we would. There's, like, good and bad with all of that stuff. And I know that there would probably be more push to head us back into the studio a day a week or something if Jack Bradshaw didn't like having that studio by himself. Oh, he, he, <laughs> he loves, loves it. He likes to Stay kick, out. Loves it. kick back his feet. <laughs> right now he's in there just going, hey. <laughs> don't I have yet to about. put, like, every uh, studio that we were in, I had my, my, my little trinkets, you know? Mm -hmm. I had stuff that I added to it. And, and I realized that the studio that they're in now has nothing with Sabrina in there. Oh. And they got rid of my little T-Rex. You can put some stuff in there. Sneak oh, some stuff in there next time you go I'm in. I'm going tomorrow, um, and I'm going to pick up all the mail that we have piling up, and oh. I will be putting in a secret trinket in the TKS studio. And then when when they see something in there, they'll never take it out because they'll be like, somebody put it here. It's supposed yeah. to be here for some reason. Or they'll call the bomb squad. <laughs> that could be the outcome. That we, less desirable outcome, I guess. Speaking of, speaking of not throwing away things, for years we had a listener's ashes. Just in the in, green in, room. In the office yeah, somewhere, right. yeah. Jack, Jack, are you uh, back at the studio? I am, sir. Okay. Are you going to be at Just Okay on Saturday? Uh, remember our little discussion of plausible oh, deniability? Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wipe I it out. <laughs> I, I will be in Memphis. Oh, damn it. You driving or walking? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you shouldn't feel good about that. I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, we'll miss you. Uh, we had a whole bit. Yeah. God. Oh, well, no, 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 what? no. That's why. Yeah, the yeah. Jack hour. Can we get a cardboard cut out of Jack so we can like have you there in spirit around the venue? No, but I can provide you Jim <laughs> Phillips or my Yankee pants. We, we already we already have Yankee the tasers. We, uh, we, we're going right from uh, Country Roads Taze Me Home to Zap Bradshaw. <laughs> that would have been a great segue, but uh, unfortunately. R Rick Everett, our uh, boss, is going to be filling in for me, so he will great be guy. on site. So anything you were going nice. to do to me, please do to Rick. Uh, love Rick. What an awesome guy. Yeah. And uh, it, it, we're, we're going to be sad not to have you there, Jack, but um, Rick is a great dude, and he'll, I'm sure, fill in perfectly, and hopefully he'll party with us. Hmm. That's that's the real. It's always nice when Jack is on, but Jack off, not uh, good. 
So it was more of a stretch than walking a Memphis. But <laughs> I don't know. But we got strength. there. We right. got there. Let's go to the final dispatches. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see what we got going here. Here is Raisin Pan Crunch with a dispatch. It's your boy, Raisin Pan Crunch. Okay, so see what had happened was I was checking in on the podcast and I was listening to Wednesday's episode mm -hmm. and you were talking about how uh, the statue of former President Trump kept getting vandalized. Yeah. And I kept looking at the statue and looking at it and looking at it and I finally figured it out. Okay, so in defense of the people attacking the statue, maybe they didn't think it was former President Cheeto Hitler. Maybe they thought it was God. Benny Hinn. Hey. Either way. It still works. Raisin Pan Crunch out, y'all. All right. Thank you, Raisin Pan Crunch. I like these people who just work their way in and out. and like, All right. I'm out. I hope we hear from you again. Same. Let's see. We got uh, some other submissions here. Here's Delicate Starfish. By the way, everybody's trying to get Dispatch of the Week. We only got one more day in the week and two more days before Just OK 7. And if you win, you get that big upgrade where you get for first place for the best Dispatch of the Week, you get two VIP tickets to Just OK 7. For second place, you get one, which is still good. And, and then we have, we have some prizes for the honorable mentions. Oh, we do? Yeah, we have beer to give them. Oh, that's Free beer right. from yeah, our yeah. friends oh, at Three yeah. Mavens. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, and th this is good. Uh, this The Three Mavens Brewery Place is good. And they're doing some pretty smart things with technology oh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about them a little bit more tomorrow when we have some more time but so yeah we have runners up who are going to get some beer out Lots of this of beer, too if i'm mm. looking at this correctly and the competition is not very difficult right now aside from the one that's in first place which is the woman who found out that her fiance was cheating on her through a text message and that's a tough one okay oh, how long have you been listening to the show <laughs> you people <laughs> hey, oh, I, yeah. I'd like to go for the VIP upgrade dispatch of the week, one that you can't play on the air. I'll get dumped immediately. I, I don't even think anybody heard her name. It's I'll a, take VIP. You lose your license. Very, very brave strategy. Very brave strategy. I don't think it's going to work out for you. Um, let's see who we got here. There's so many of these that have piled up. Here's AJ Soup, and it says, a little Christmas tune for you. All right. No pressure. <laughs> Oh, I like this one. Yeah. I'm gonna go to just to pay for Christmas. Yeah. Only seeing the news junkies will hear. What? I already got my tickets. You'll see me in GA. But if you gifted me VIP, it really makes my day. Oh. I'm gonna go to just to pay for Christmas. Can't wait to meet the godmod and mouse too. Sean, Sabrina, and C Lane. I've been listening to you for years and years, so pick me. It's the easy thing to do. Hey! Oh. All right! Oh. <laughs> Elaine, I was the one that made those West Palm t shirts for the single oh, denial oh, yeah. thing. So uh, if you want one, just give me your shirt size and I'll totally make you one, man. Nice. Double XL. <laughs> let's, I'm going to put this one on the list for sure because that was very, very good. Um, let's do – oh, we run out of time. One. Let's That's do one 30 more. seconds. Here's Mad Taint with a dispatch. I think for the whole tasing during the show, you should get three tasers, run wires to your genitals, and every time somebody messes no, up, no, you get shocked. No. Why? What's wrong with you? 
<laughs> to like, our genitals? Like, hey, do you know how genitals work? We're going to go on stage, and the three of us are going to play Country Road, Take Me Home, and we're going to yeah. get tased during it. So we can do Country Road, Tase Me Home, and it's like, not enough. Yeah, let's. Uh, why don't you guys crap yourself <laughs> and throw up? Yeah. Why, why don't let's you guys, get an EMT involved. I need, we need you to go on stage and completely humiliate your whole family lineage. Then juvenile on the side stage <laughs> being like, what did I sign up for? What the hell is this? All right, let's do the stories that did make the cut. Brought to you by our friends over at Nations Trucks. Love those folks over there. They're very, very, very good at doing what they do, which is selling you great, great trucks for great deals. See, Lane uh, used the AI earlier. The- to write me a Nations Trucks commercial? It oh, came that's out- fun. It, it was so well. good, man. Like, it, was, it was almost as good as the pencil one. Like The pencil one that you used the AI for... And he just said, write me a commercial for pencils. What was the uh, chat something? Uh, uh, chat GPT. Chat GPT. And it spit out the best commercial for pencils I have ever heard in my life. Whoa. Second well, oh, best. Oh, second best. Nine. Nine was better. Nine. Nine. Uh, so there you go. Go find the truck of your dreams over at Nation's Trucks. Now when she plays that clip, it just sounds like I'm saying no in German. Nine. Uh, could be. You never Nine. know where these things come from. After a while, people forget the source material. Nine. Twitter's makeshift hotel rooms are now showing how broken U.S. work culture is according to cnn they've added some beds to some of the rooms that they have at twitter they're under investigation for it yeah because i guess that i guess you're not allowed to do that or something i don't know you're technically not supposed to live at work yeah so that's why you have a couch amateurs yeah not only that don't these like um tech places usually have like sleeping pods and stuff don't they usually have like no, not pods they ha- they'll have pods for like relaxation and a wind down oh but they don't say sleep you don't put a bed you put a couch uh, this was a straight up bed that they had in this place way like, to go ah! elon uh philadelphia plant-based cream cheese is headed towards the store shelves which i'm sure will set off some people who get mad about this stuff how dare they <laughs> i want the real cream cheese i love cream cheese i'll try it once but i'll know for sure if it's crap the company said this Bread features a carefully crafted recipe with simple, high-quality ingredients, creamy, spreadable texture, and delicious taste. That said nothing about what makes up the actual cream cheese. So Nuts. free of dairy, lactose, and gluten going to be available soon. All right, let's wrap things up and get the hell out of here. Friends, I, I love you. I appreciate you. We I love are- you, too, and thank you. Can you let me get through <laughs> my speech? You have no idea where I was going with that? Go for it. No idea, but what what happened was I said I, and you felt left out of it. I did. So you wanted to hijack what I was doing when I was going to bring it back to we. If you would have waited one wee little second, I just for don't me want to do them to so. think that Celia and I don't love them too. Folks, I love you. I don't Sean. care what Sabrina or Celia thinks about this, but I love you and I appreciate you and thank you for buying your tickets so far. Those of you who did, those of you who bought your VIP tickets, are you going to lose your mind of? <laughs> Meltdown nope. <laughs> I am because we have three minutes left. <laughs> oh, we're fine. We're fine. Those of you who bought your tickets, we love you. And everybody else, we, we, you see, I said we this time. Good job. Would like you to go over to the website, realradio.fm slash just okay. Realradio.fm slash just okay as the window closes on your opportunity to be there Saturday, December 10th for just okay seven. All right, let's do it. Let's do today. I learned the following information may make you feel smarter, but will not actually increase your IQ. So don't get cocky. Now it's time for what we call Today I Learned. It is Today I Learned for a Thursday, December 8th, 2022. Today I Learned sponsored by J. David Tax Law. Peace of mind is only a click or a phone call away. 
Today I learned this movie. Toy Story. Toy Story is correct. These are probably worth money. I haven't looked this up. Approximately 1,000 copies of the Ultimate Toy Box Edition of the movie Toy Story 2 were shipped with a processing error that included a scene from an R-rated film, High Fidelity, huh. which featured several uses of the F-word. So, like, right in the middle of Toy Story, F-bomb, 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 in a scene from High Fidelity, and they had to do, like, a recall of them. Uh, only a 1,000 of them went out there. That's hilarious. It's probably worth some money, I'm sure. Today I learned uh, the small town of Swastika, Ontario has uh, had some trouble with their name over the years, as you might More imagine. More so than uh, Dildo, Newfoundland. That's true. That's less controversial. During World War II, the provincial government tried to change the town's name. The town's residents rejected, saying, To hell with Hitler, we came up with our name first, which is the office space strategy of doing <laughs> things. Not my fault. He sucks. Uh, today I learned uh, one of the guys from... Oh, you know what? Uh, we're going to have to skip this because I'm out of time. I'll save that for tomorrow. Today, Leo, uh, Leo Fender, the founder and inventor of Fender guitars, could not ever play guitar. He was not a guitar playing man, <laughs> despite the company. And finally, today I learned this group. The Beatles. The Monkees. The Monkees is correct. In 1967, the Monkees sold more records than the Beatles and the Rolling Stones combined. They were an American rock and a rock and pop band formed in 1966. They did real well there for a couple of years. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate it. In West Palm Beach, the Greek Zone is up next. In Orlando, it's the Jim Colbert Show. It's on the way. It's all right here on Real Radio. We're